0: hello beautiful people
1: welcome to bro taste this when we
2: break down wine talk about Luis's digestive issues and juan's political issues and i'm a great listener
1: Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Bro, Taste This. I am Luis Pablo. Joining with me today, we have Juan Legend, and we actually have a special guest. We have Phil. Do you want me to say your full
2: name? Uh, well, I should have middle, asked you. Leave the middle name out. Let's go with uh, <laughs> Phil Corral. Phil Corral. No association with the Golden Corral. For legal, legal terms, thank you. That is, are you guys still fighting the lawsuit? (laughs) Jeff Foxworthy is a mean guy.
1: (laughs) My heart rate today is 79, and we have uh, a, a guest today, as I mentioned up top, Phil Corral.
2: Howdy, howdy, thank you for having me on. Thank
1: you for being on, how you been?
2: Good, good, this is a nice little studio you guys got here.
1: Yeah, we're out in Pasadena. It's a little bit away, but...
2: I'm in the hoping... middle of the
0: heartland, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. hoping you didn't find the transportation too difficult.
2: It's got the real uh, artistic vibes, you know? Oh, for sure. For Bunch sure. of empty bottles everywhere. <laughs> empty wine glasses.
1: Riding on the walls. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like uh, Van Gogh right before he uh, cut his ear off.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No, I Yeah, this is a small little... Not too small, but it's, it's, it's big enough that we can record in comfortably.
2: And, like, honestly, if you look at the podcasting game, the competition is so... You guys are competing with Hillary Clinton. She's podcasting from, nah, she's from a comp- bunker. she's competing with <laughs> us, dude. Fuck she's in hell. the room with us. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, today, we will be talking about um drugs and how to not do them. We have a Rumbauer Zinfandel from the year 2018. And let's get right into the wine, boys. Thank you for bringing it, Phil. Well, thank you, thank you. That's all... Ooh, what do you what do you smell? It's very uh strong, very a- aromatic per se. It's kind of difficult to look at the legs in here because there's so much wine in this glass.
2: Yeah. You know, honestly, ever since the Gillette commercial, I've been trying to not define wine by their looks, like legs, more by its personality. Did you say the Gillette episode? The Gillette commercial?
0: What is a Gillette commercial? Huh? Oh, you guys,
2: you guys don't remember this? this? No. This is big. Uh Gillette commercial came out with, uh, during the whole Me Too, yeah. uh, the speaking out movement a couple years ago, Yeah, uh, Gillette released commercial around the uh, Super Bowl time about uh, men doing better. It was a guy checking out a girl, then another dude came up and was like, whoa. What a pig. Not anymore, man. And then the whole commercial was like, be better.
1: Ever since wow. then, I've been better. What do you guys think about companies doing bullshit like that? Like,
2: we're about Black Lives Matter, too. Well, yeah, honestly, like... if it wasn't for these big companies saying it, I would have never had the free thought of thinking it. Like, damn, I should stop checking out women. <laughs> maybe maybe Black Lives <laughs> do Matter. If it wasn't for Pepsi telling me. If it I wasn't, would have never thought that. If anymore.
1: it wasn't for Kendall Jenner <laughs> stopping war with, with a Pepsi Cola can. Oh, yeah.
2: K, uh, what's her face? K- Kendall? Cameron? It was Kendall, yeah.
0: Someone film me in what happened?
1: So there was this commercial that's like these two groups of people on either side of the street like are about to go at it, but Kendall walks like right in between one of them and hands mm-hmm. a Pepsi can to the other side, and then they all drink Pepsi and stop fighting.
2: See, Would sometimes you... life is bigger than war and riots. Yeah. You've got to enjoy nice refreshment sponsored by Pepsi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this isn't like Didier Drogba, who's a Ivory Coast soccer player who literally went to Ivory Coast to stop a civil war. Who, who did that? This is a soccer player back. This is probably like 10 years ago. He went to Ivory Coast, where he's from. Yeah. And he literally, like, single-handedly stopped a Civil War.
0: Why? Because of his clout and, like, influence? Or how did Yeah, he...
1: extreme amount of influence. Okay. But he showed up, and he's like, yeah, y'all yeah, motherfuckers like gotta stop. This. Like, he stopped playing. He, like, went to the country. He's like a Manny and, Pacquiao dude,
0: of Ivory Coast sort of thing
1: yeah
2: what were they doing out there's just poaching I hear Ivory Coast I think of like no they, they
1: they're, they're really have like a civil war I'd oh. have to look more into it but I know for a fact that Dude, like, that sounds
0: wild though imagine yeah. being a soccer player and suddenly like like a single American athlete and then like oh your country's about to break into civil war if you don't like do these xyz moves in a certain this shit. order if you don't talk to these certain people and like they're literally all gonna kill themselves from them
1: it's oh. like it, if Wisconsin had a civil war and Aaron Rodgers went to the <laughs> bro, the way they kiss his ass here, one hundred percent.
2: He find some way to make it by him.
1: My good friend Joe Rogan <laughs> told me Whoa. that y'all y'all got to put your guns down.
2: <laughs> y'all got to take your medicines, your horse medicine. If the hospitals are backed up, just go to a local stable. You're fine. Go to exactly. a local veterinarian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're gonna get
1: better medicine anyway.
2: Man, you guys you guys gotta quit horsing around with that stuff. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Silly. But old jokes aside, I mean
1: What are you guys' thoughts on this one then? I was about to say yeah. <laughs> this is a really good heavy wine. Yeah. I love it. It's it juicy. is juicy. Ron Bauer. How much do you juicy okay. fruity? How, you know how much it costs. Mm. Juan, how much do you think this bottle of wine costs? Twenty seven. It's actually a little bit more, thirty-two. Yeah, around it goes. It sells anywhere from thirty-two to thirty-eight, and this is wow. the rumbauer's Zinfandel.
0: Damn, Phil! I well,
2: thank you well, for doing this. Phil that actually for us. provided cheers, the wine buddy. today. A little, a little quick little thank you for there. splurging, cheers, buddy. Cheers,
1: cheers, cheers, cheers. Ooh, beautiful! I feel honored.
2: Uh, I do I, feel honored. I don't want to say I came prepared with this, but uh, if you are looking for a nice, delicious wine for a very cheap, affordable price, visit your local Woodman's, blowy-owned. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking to get back to the economy. Thank you. True, it is locally. That right? is true. So. True. Promo code: brotastes.
1: <laughs> BTT. Uh, <laughs> the brand is Rumbauer. It comes from California. This is obviously a red wine, but uh, do you guys get any scent of tobacco or taste of tobacco?
2: You know, it's got the aftertaste. That yeah. Very, uh, After you smoke lingering. like a
1: fat cigar or cigarette. Oh,
2: yeah. Honestly, it's a better it's better tasting it than smelling it. Yeah. yeah. You ever been in a room that like with a constant chain smokers?
1: <laughs> I don't mind the smell of smoke.
2: It gets in the hair and stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't smell smoke with it. I it's it's pretty high um, alcohol content, um, so it kind of doesn't let me smell it all that well. I smell cherries, bro. But I was gonna mm. say, like, you do smell like a bright red fruit. It smells very fruity. Yeah, hundred percent. Like a hundred percent very fruity.
1: Yeah, bro. Taste this wine, dog it does smell really good actually it tastes really good too very high acidity high yeah. tannins like a big dry finish big dry finish. yeah you know you know a what long, it feels like
0: a long bone dry finish yeah
1: like when you're when you going down a water slide after it's gone through like twists and turns and you're like soaking wet and you hit that last ramp and, and then and you get that straight away scratched up by oh, a yeah. bunch
0: of like divided sections that just keep bumping your oh, back yeah. and like popping pimple after pimple back there
1: but then you get just a straightaway and then you're done this is what that feels like when you finish it that aftertaste of like fuck all right
0: chlorine in your nose oh that's the best that's the isn't best. it you gotta you-
1: experience
2: the full flavors
1: yeah exactly it's this takes you for a ride you know and i'm all about it
0: if that pool water is not five percent you're in it's not it's not authentic
1: how do you guys feel about water parks in general i'm surprised it's still a thing
0: I used to love him, and then that South Park
1: episode
0: messed <laughs> me up a little bit. For those who
1: don't know what Juan is referring to, there's a South Park episode where, essentially, there's too much pee in the water, so the entire park becomes overflooded with piss, and I think it's Stan. No, no, it's not Stan. It's um the green hat guy. Uh, Carmen? Carmen. Kyle. Not Kyle. Carmen. Kyle, Kyle, right? Yeah, Kyle. Kyle, like, hates oh, right. hates the idea of, of piss. And you would to get in the water? Yeah. <laughs> you
2: know what I remember? Yeah, because all the boys are like, you don't pee in the shower?
1: Yeah, you don't pee. Yeah. And they're like, like, no. If any, Your piss they're... is sterile. If anything, you should wash your hands before you pee.
2: Well, in theory, if you get stung by jellyfish, I don't know if they did this in Mythbusters, but... Yourself, I, don't right? I don't know. That's something I that. think you're right. Something like that. They, I you're they, right.
1: That is a rumor, but it's actually not true. Not true? Not true mm, at all. Oh. I,
0: I feel like I would test that just to make sure.
2: Damn. We'll we go.
1: should get jellyfish. One of us should get stung by it and just get peed on. That's a good
2: idea. Well, I mean Can
1: it, I nominate myself to get <laughs> stung <laughs> To get
2: stung. <laughs> there should be some kind of therapy I'll rehabilitation center to like I mean for a like look at R. Kelly. Yeah, dude. What better way to rehabilitate him than to put out people with severe jellyfish stings?
1: Yeah, what if, okay, what if we let that guy come back, but America takes turn peeing on him? Mm. Like, for every girl that he peed on and, like, abused, twice the amount of men have to pee on him.
2: I think that's called reparations. (laughs) (laughs) I think That's what they're they're referring to. (laughs) Killer Mike... (laughs)
1: Yeah, I know Kill a Mike yeah. from the. Um, Run the Jewels? Yeah, yeah, RTJ.
2: Big, big component about that. Big I think that's a good idea. <laughs>
1: I think that's a very good idea. Like, why not, man?
0: That wouldn't be a bad idea, actually.
1: Listen, what he did is fucking awful. So it's like, hey, man, you want your career back?
2: It, I mean, it, career aside, it, his actions are heinous. But see, that's the beautiful thing about America. We're about turning the other way. Yeah, he did some bad things, but you know what? Come back in, play for the team. Look at Michael Vick. He strung some dogs, came back, and <laughs> played for the what? The Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, Killed that's it? right. Yeah.
1: Have you guys mm-hmm. seen the R. Kelly recruiting in Ethiopia?
2: Is that the video where he's like, if you got your passport, do you have your passport? Do you got your vaccines? Yeah, I'm going to play it right now for you guys.
1: It's fantastic. I got it. I'll hmm. play. Uh, I'll also drop this video. in the description. Passport. Did you take your shots? Girl, do you wanna come back? Mm. Oh hell, It sounds like it. By the way, some oh, context. This is at a concert in Ethiopia, and the I fuck. What's the year? It actually doesn't say.
2: It's got. It's got. It This had isn't it. a parody. No, this, no, is, this, this, is, is, a, this is R. This is I was Kelly. gonna say. No wonder it does sound like him. No, this is R. <laughs> Kelly
1: <laughs> recruiting girls in Ethiopia.
2: I'm over here thinking this is. Uh, who is that angel singing? What is that noise? Oh, it's gotta be Robert. It's gotta I mean, be Robert. It's gotta Robert. It's it's annoying. Annoying.
3: Would you like to come back
2: with Rob to America? With Rob? <laughs> America. God America. damn, bro.
1: That that should be the new national anthem. <laughs> well,
2: honestly, that should be a drop here. That should. I'm <laughs> going to do you put have in. your passport.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're working on getting some better equipment. So uh, honestly, I'm going to take this moment now and just say thank you to everybody who's been listening so far. We've had a very consistent audience and I do appreciate every one of you. We are working on getting better equipment and more consistent audio quality. The last one was so difficult to manage. And it, we'll probably end up deleting it and just redoing an episode like that with better equipment. Because it was so difficult to get down. But no, literally everybody who's been listening, thank you so much. It, it means the world to us and you know, being a part of the journey. So thank you. And we are working on getting better shit and providing video content soon and video podcasts. So... Thank you, everybody who's listening.
0: That's no, true. I want to thank you, dude, because you've been putting in like most of the heavy lifting as far as editing, man. Yeah, so, editing. I mean, thank well, thank you, I've always Luis. thank you. Thank you. Appreciate thank it. You. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Man, thank behind you for the
0: that magic. Career, man, I know you're putting in hours every week, so thank you for doing that. Thank you, man.
1: Do you have your shots, girl? Do you want to come back with Rob to America? I'm it's America. pretty nuts,
0: bro. Now dude. that we've kind of like. Jumped all over I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to bring up back like, to the a little like, anecdote that I heard on a random podcast this week. Mm. Uh, w- what comes to mind when you hear the phrase eel and horse?
1: Could you repeat the first word?
0: Eel. E-E-E-L. E-E-L. eel And horse. Oh. What comes to mind? Like the animal. The animal? Both animals.
1: Eel, I think, is sushi immediately. And when horse. I think of horse, I think about horse medicine.
0: So no, if both of those animals were together in one context, what, what context do you think that would be?
1: An eel and a horse?
0: Uh,
2: horse? Cross. Sushi horse? Sushi meat and a horse Me.
0: That's not a bad guess, actually. That's not uh, a terrible it's guess. It's
2: me, I'll eat it. I mean...
1: Yeah, what about you? I would think uh, number one is animals that China eats on a regular basis. <laughs> Damn. All and, right. And number two, I would think... All right, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> the problem with these liberals is uh here you can see that a bunch of Biden supporters are supporting him at the NASCAR race. They're saying
2: let's
1: go Brandon. What was context number two that you were saying? Let's go, Brandon. Uh number two is I would guess they're trying to crossbreed these animals to have some crazy underground racing, kinda like squid oh, game. Oh my
2: god. An electric horse. Horse? That <laughs> Did you just solve climate change?
1: <laughs> we all travel by electric horse, like a
0: flying electric mm-hmm. pegasus. God, everyone geez. gets their own.
1: All right, what is How more difficult, do you think, is creating flying cars or putting wings on horses? I feel like I feel like it might be
0: flying cars. <laughs> <laughs> Should we be putting wings on? Why horses?
2: are we yeah, trying honestly, to make cars yeah. fly? This is this is the uh, the better alternative because if a car malfunctions. That thing's landing on you. Oh, yeah. True. Imagine that motherfucker
0: giving up in the middle of the air.
2: Dude, you're just... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You're You're having an intense... You're
0: free-falling. The
2: amount of people I know that drive with bad mufflers and how loud their cars are... Imagine space cars with their bad mufflers. That's all you're hearing. All
0: right, right, motherfuckers. I'm going to bring it back to eels and horses, Eels and horses, yes, please. So, as I was saying the context in which I heard these two animals being like talked about this week talked about essentially like the used cars salesman equivalent of the 18th century, 17th century, 16th century, essentially from like the 1500s to the 1800s all over Europe. They were stick, uh, eels. that were like a foot long up the assholes of horses to make them more spry whenever somebody came to check them out. So they were seeing like younger horses. So like it would it was like the essentially the turning back the odometer on a used car. You know, like you, you got this old horse here who doesn't look very like energetic or anything, somebody's gonna come visit him. Mm. Give him a little like suppository with an eo, you know? And he'll he'll look real spry then. Ooh. There's <laughs> no level they did laws that shit for hundreds of years.
1: They were putting eels of horses asses that's
2: right mm-hmm. and getting away with it if there was lawyers back then oh my god would not <laughs> have gone through no wait no, till no.
1: pita gets a hold of this episode <laughs> jesus you know what that that kind of makes sense though and do you think mr hands paid for the sins of all those previous before him god
2: god bless. Do you know who mr hands is no who you is don't
1: know who mr okay do you know how they measure horses
2: Oh, by By hand. Isn't it by hands? yeah. Right.
1: So there's a video out there. I'm not going to recommend it, but it's called Mr. Hands. And it's where a young man has intercourse with a horse and records it.
2: You're underselling it. It's a young man who's been through some tough times, misunderstood by society, (laughs) alone in a cold, dark world. Exactly. Finding love and un fathom old strange places right
1: you know that song by Rihanna we found love in a Mm. we found love (laughs) in a hopeless place that was inspired by Mr. Hands, essentially
2: but you've heard the video though right I mean I've heard of that video
0: not not Mr. (laughs) Hands' video it's the same one (laughs) I'm talking about we found love I'm not talking about <laughs> oh,
2: you're talking
0: about Ray Ray? or what's yeah, her I'm name talking about. Rihanna? Rihanna. I've hey, heard of that Rihanna when's that album dropping.
1: Uh, but I've um,
0: never heard of Mr. Hans. This is news.
1: You've never heard of it? Dude, it is Where have
0: I been living? I feel like I should have heard Phil. of
2: it. To, to the viewers, do not look this do up. Do not look
1: this up, dude. It is the Dude,
2: mo- you got me wanting to look this up. Right? But it
1: is dude, in my opinion, it's worse than the BME Pain Olympics.
2: Ooh. Like just I don't know what he, you know. Where you, have
0: you guys been hanging out? You know, you know
2: about the BMA Pain Olympics, right? No, I don't know about, about any that of this. Oh my is god! Is this where like the dude tries know.
0: to hit himself hit himself in the balls and shit?
1: No, he does hit himself in the balls, and then he puts a <laughs> he puts a bolt through his penis
2: and okay, he shoves okay. a glass jar I up his ass. That. Yeah, oh.
1: yeah, it's awful. Anyways, uh, Mr. Hands was a, <laughs> as Phil said, a young man who had intercourse with a horse and then recorded it and posted it online. But get this. He then, it, it gets however many views, right? He then does it again. Yep. And then he dies hours afterwards.
2: Whoa. He goes back into that well.
1: Yeah. Like forbidden well. <laughs> it <coughs> ruptured some organs, and he, like,
2: bled to death from the inside.
0: Oh, shit. I was thinking the other way around. I thought he was fucking a female
2: horse. No, no, no. No, this is reparations. What? For years <laughs> of shoving eels up horses' butts. <laughs> now it's... Vice versa. Now it's time for the horse, now the horse to kick back. the horse his heel of, of the human's butt. That's the horse why is kicking started.
1: back. He paid for the sins for all the people who put that. <laughs> the martyr. Oh my God.
0: Speaking of martyrs, that's a good segue into uh, the most current martyr in Wisconsin. Oh. Kyle Rittenhouse. I, I. Right, fellas? Yeah, man. It's good to right. see
1: one of the Patriots get away, you know? That's right.
0: Mm-hmm. It's good to see the justice system work the way it's designed you know oh, of course protecting see, good patriots <laughs> good people who want to get out there and definitely didn't talk about shooting people with their AR about a week ago on video you know it's good to see people like that
1: I just want to congratulate his mother Mrs. Rittenhouse for raising such God, a hero God
2: bless that sweet soul yeah God bless her sweet soul it's Mrs. Rittenhouse
1: Oh, you know what that means. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uber Eats is allowing marijuana orders in Canada. Uber Eats is now allowing people in Ontario, Canada to order marijuana. However, comma the company won't deliver the product. They are still doing pickup only. But the fact that such a progressive country and liberal country, which is Canada, is now using Uber Eats, which is a international service at this point. Let's all remember that they do sponsor the French first flight division and they're literally called Uber Eats League 1 where Messi and Mbappe play. Uh they're yeah. So interesting topic and we are talking about drugs today. So what did you guys uh think about this topic?
2: I'm honestly I'm fired up. I'm gonna call up Kyle House. We need to get down to the bottom of this. They're going too wild in Canada. They're doing blackface out there. My boy Justin Trudeau. By God, Arabian Nights. What the hell? How do you get reelected? What the heck? And now they're smoking dope. They're delivering dope out there. Jesus Christ! Oh my goodness! I'm getting riled up here. So, I, it's progressive. I get it, but
1: God. This. But is it too progressive?
2: Too many dopers on the goddamn streets? <laughs> now these guys don't even have to go out there and grab
1: it. Now, eventually this is going to lead to, obviously, marijuana being um, delivered to, you know, people. Marijuana's
0: in, is delivered in California.
1: It's not delivered, now. You still have to physically go buy it.
0: Fucking Rogan would talk about how he would get it delivered. Yeah, by, but like, he's server. Joe Rogan. No, but he would talk about some, like, app where they would deliver it, like, as a service. I thought it was in the, like...
1: I think you probably have to place. Yeah, it was to,
0: through a weed primary app. It wasn't through Uber Eats. Right, like a that's what I'm saying. Store. Like a third party associated. Yeah, this with, is yeah.
1: Uber Eats the most. No, I I get that, but yeah. like
0: at the end of the day, like I don't think it's that surprising because I th- I kind of thought, yeah, if like they were doing that sort of shit in other places, and specifically in the U.S., where you know we're a few years behind Canada as far as weed laws, yeah, growing, definitely. Things like that, yeah, they've been legalizing. Delivering fucking weed cookies like pizza.
1: <laughs> you know? They've been legalized since 2018 in Canada. That's what I'm saying. Nationwide.
2: Yeah, but yeah the whole country, right?
1: Go Maple Leafs. Yeah. Have you guys been to Canada?
2: No, have you? No. I uh, went to the Niagara Falls. Did you? On the New York side. What did you call me? <laughs> 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 the Niagara Falls. On um, New York side.
1: Yeah, do you guys think that there should be a service that is allowed in the US?
2: Yeah, honestly.
1: At this point, it's like, who cares? If it's illegal yeah. in the state, as long as, like, young kids aren't getting a hold of it.
2: Well, honestly, that I I, I, it, I, I like to argue the counterpoint to that. I feel like if we need to give these to the kids. Better than AR-15s. They think <laughs> they can go protect Dollar Generals and use car lots. Woo, woo. Wait, wait well, not to disparage our, our hero, Carl Rittenhouse? <laughs> our loading saver? Who,
1: we you. all support Carl Rittenhouse in this room. That's all. That's all just... All right.
0: Are you guys still down to get that KR tattoo later this
1: week? Oh dude, I'm getting Kyle Rinhouse as a patriot on the back of my <laughs> on the back of my
2: elbow here. The House of Rittenhouse?
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Exactly. The House Crest. Uh,
1: we'll do a separate episode on Kyle Rittenhouse and breaking down the the whole court hearing and everything because it it's way too convoluted to just talk about it now. But,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, but he, I mean on top of recent events in Wisconsin the uh, Christmas parade down in Waukesha. Oh yes, we're That's also gonna true. talk
1: about that. Please go ahead. It's just,
2: are you guys seen the video? Of that? That's horrendous.
1: You showed us the video.
0: You showed us a little bit, but I hadn't been exposed to it before
2: that. To the viewers out there, do not watch Mister Hands, but do everything in your power to find this video. It is awful. We need to be alerted.
1: Yeah, it. It. You showed us like they blurred out most of it, but it looked horrendous. So. Uh, Daryl E. Brooks, who is 39, was a suspect of ramming his SUV through a Christmas parade. Now, he was actually fleeing a crime and did not know that there was a parade going on in which he proceeded to run over several people. So he was charged Tuesday. Luis, which I don't
0: mean to interrupt, but supposedly that, that is still very much up in the air. So we just have to like, be responsible and tell people that. No, yes, we, no, we are recording on confirmed. a Tuesday.
2: I think that's confirmed.
0: I, I was going to say, like, I've, I've heard literally... Um, op- like both things that he was running away and then I've heard also like later media reports that the police say that they weren't chasing him. So I'm just saying like I've heard both things at the same day. So like
2: I, I have an article still a
0: little bit up in the air but like it's it's literally a very recent story. Things could develop in different directions. The yeah. one
2: thing that is confirmed though that is he is a rapper and if you want to support his <laughs> rapping With career Patreon
0: account <laughs> His follow him on soundcloud
2: he will need uh what's the thing called the jail money
0: mad money brooks i think is that what his i don't
2: his know name is? mad money brooks
1: um but i have a article that was updated as of 10 minutes ago we are recording on a tuesday this is that's why i always like to put the recorded on information in the yeah. description just because we always do a weekly news segment so it is tuesday november 23rd and uh of the all the people that he's injured There's actually now six Officially una- Unfortunately Dead Yeah so
2: But like plenty more injured I read right?
1: 16 have admitted yeah. to the hospital With six dead And you know Obviously yeah. You know Prayers and witches to the family I had
2: read
0: that there was like 40 injured
1: 16 have been uh, Admitted to the hospital
0: Yeah I know I, I, Like mm. that like 40 were struck or something. Yeah I don't know that 62 they were all injured admitted. fully see there
1: you go 62 injured um five i'm sorry for interrupting um five charges including you know obviously uh running from the police and you know still the motive remains a mystery they're not entirely sure what was going on but overall yeah the video is horrifying so i do not recommend going out and watching it as opposed to what phil just said it is pretty pretty gruesome watching him uh, go through all those people
0: Dude,
1: it's
3: honestly really terrible, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Breaking news. Over a third of U.S. voters say magic mushrooms and other psychedelics have a medical use. New poll shows as per Business Insider. More than a third of U.S. voters, being 35%, said that psychedelic substances such as magic mushrooms have a medical use, according to a new Hill-Harris poll released Tuesday. A majority of American voters so- said that such substances do not have medical uses. Gentlemen, obviously, what are your thoughts on, let's just use psychedelics, for medical use?
2: What was it used before? I I would people they, guess. weren't using it for medical purposes? I, th- I think they were... At- They've been illegal
0: for a little bit of time, so at least a lot of people in our lifetime are unaware of any use except for recreational, you know?
1: Yeah, research suggests that certain psychedelic substances, including magic mushrooms, LSD, and MDMA, could treat symptoms such as depression and PTSD.
2: Oh, this is beautiful. I mean, mean, I've come across, uh, personally myself, psychedelics. I haven't come across any wars, per se, or any battles, or anything like that. So I'm assuming that, uh, while the first part is very fun, I'm assuming if you combine both of them, it would be very uh, beneficial to the individual.
0: Both both what?
2: Trauma and drugs. I've just had the drugs part so far. <laughs> I haven't had the necessary trauma. You
0: haven't had the trauma. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I haven't had the, the drugs tra- are all fun for you. They're not therapeutic. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all
0: fun for you, baby.
2: So <laughs> smooth sailing here. But no, I have honestly supported because, like, if not, what are these guys gonna do? Are they yeah, gonna go I- hit the crack pipe. I mean, other drugs. Or yeah, beat their beautiful wives or spouses.
1: Yeah, I would rather have them taking mushrooms and being their wives.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think like it's more complicated than that though. Like. I don't think um, people use mushrooms or psychedelics in a way that, like, for the most part, becomes habit forming, right? Yeah. Sometimes, like for the most part, you hear about people using these drugs a few times a year versus like a like a few times a
1: week or something. Right. Like well, there that. will always be people that overdo it with anything that's what we have alcoholics have it that's what we have an opioid crisis that's what we have literally anything that you provide to people people would become addicted to and as you shifts on magic or mushrooms recent polling also shows strong support among americans for legalizing marijuana a pew research center survey released last month found 91% of a U.S. adults supporting legalizing marijuana in some form with 31% backing legalizing it only for medical use and a majority of U.S. adults being 60% supported legalizing marijuana for recreational and medical use. The poll found with less than 10% saying it should not be legal at all.
2: Well, I'm not that 1% that finds positive in legalized marijuana. Ever since I found out that Canada is above that, they're already on the game. No, man, we can't copy Canada. We need to criminalize all drugs in fact we need to go the opposite way how's the, how's the Philippines to doing we need to
0: the Saudi Arabia
2: no we need to be the Philippines how, how are they doing what's his name Madonna Duterte Mer- 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 Madonna what which, which the, name the, he's the, uh, the his leader? name is
0: R- Roberto Duterte
2: Duterte the, mm-hmm. the Trump of the East the, yeah
0: the Trump of the Philippines uh,
2: honestly where he talks I-
0: about like locking up drug dealers and killing them and shit yeah.
2: don't get me wrong character wise bad guy Policy-wise, not so bad. What are we talking about here? I mean, He's locking up drug dealers. Your junkie cousin. I
3: mean,
0: yeah.
2: Maybe the cops should shoot him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe he was coming at me with a gun that was only his cell phone. It's hard to tell from ten feet away.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, historically speaking, it worked well during what the the dark ages with witches and stuff, Salem witch trials. <laughs> it worked. I mean, there's no more witches, no more black magic. I should not agree more. Low-key, um, that
0: logic does track
2: yeah exactly
1: Mm. usa keep it going that's why we're number one
0: uh i i was i mean like as we were looking up for for researching this story and yeah about this subject in general i was reading about how native american and indigenous communities all over the americas both in north and south america have used like psychedelics as a therapeutic drug for thousands of years essentially
1: well they're the ones who kind of came up with um, ayahuasca yeah, like, yeah you know there's literally like yeah. priests that do it and like shaman yeah for those who don't know what ayahuasca is it's actually it's a
0: <laughs> it's like a tea of a bunch of psychedelic drugs that come from yeah. whatever region that tribe is operating out of and most people have Very said regionally, it's yeah. the
1: most intense trip that you could possibly take and it's made people have profound epiphanies where like they will completely change in personality and f- meet God
2: some dude. of these like big corporations out in Silicon Valley have like uh, corporate retreats that go yeah. into the villages for like these like it's supposed to help with your mental capacity and expanding it most that.
0: pieces of shit do that? yeah dude, yeah, dude. What do yeah. think you think goes to Burning go Man? I didn't know
2: it was that What do you think goes to Burning Man every year? No, for real though, right, though. it's all tech it's, it's all big okay, tech, right?
1: tech. It's um, all gas, no breaks. Andrew Callahan, who is now channel five, actually on all gas, no Breaks, which was his first channel, did a video at Burning Man. And he actually uploaded a video of this guy just like tripping balls who was super high off Molly. And the video he's talked about this publicly. The video then got taken down within an hour of him uploading it because that guy was a super high up on a tech company and lawyers immediately got involved. And like you need to take this video down now, and they were threatening to strike down his whole channel. So whoever he was was super high up in like a tech company.
2: See, that's the thing about like doing ayahuasca and mescaline—you become an expert in all legal uh, surroundings and stuff like that. You can take them to court. Honestly, I've done—I've done acid. I can take anybody to court now. <laughs> Defamation? I'll see you in civil court.
1: See you in court, buddy. <laughs> civil appeals. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. See, honestly,
2: wow. that's what we need to... More can medicinal... Can you hear me, my water me m- much, What? Can you hand me the water, please? Most... Uh, this is a quick sponsor break by H2O, reminding you that water is good for your skin and for your soul.
1: Yeah, fracking is actually uh, sponsoring us this <laughs> episode, too. Do
2: you guys like your clean water? Get over it.
1: <laughs> fracking. Uh, what is that place in Michigan that still doesn't have clean water? Uh, that's Flint. Flint, yeah. Flint Michigan? hmm
2: See, we're, we're not going to focus on that. We're trying to focus on the veterans out there that are going crazy in the streets without the sweet, sweet mushrooms and marijuana. <laughs> we need to provide these veterans clean mushrooms and
1: accessible mushrooms.
2: For
0: real, though.
1: We can't have them fly out to Colorado every time.
0: I was going to say, like, I, I, like, as obviously, as we were re- um, reading about this subject, we come ac- across a lot of interesting su- um, articles. I came across one um, by The Hill talking about how a follow-up study of psilocybin can produce essentially results in reducing anxiety and depression for up to 5 years and i mean what 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 else can you say to that you know like yeah what an incredible result Xanax wishes it could do something like
1: that uh-huh. i think yeah. that the main reason why stuff like that isn't legalized yet is probably because Big farm. I can't control it. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, kids can go into a forest and find poisonous mushroom caps.
2: Oh yeah, it's crazy because some of these, like, uh, you hear the folklores of these early college towns in the seventies and the eighties during the free drug, you know, movement and whatnot, flipping cow patties and looking for these mushrooms and that being like a like a culture appropriate thing. And now like fentanyl, fentanyl's become a really big issue. I yeah. Mean, yeah.
0: Essentially, any street drug that comes in a powdery form, you had to like fucking test for. Yeah.
2: We need to make our drugs great again, guys. Honestly. Our drugs what? Our drugs great again. We need to make our drugs wholesome, backed by America. America first when it comes to drugs.
1: Yeah. I find it amazing. Like, the, obviously, there's so much money in making drugs. Why the U.S. haven't been like, dude, just get up on it. Like, just like make it yourselves. So I've always like thought about this. I had this idea when I was a really big stoner, and I've only doubled down on it the older I've gotten, is that Wisconsin was, is a very big farm state that depends entirely on dairy. We have a ton of farmland. Why don't we try to cultivate some of that for uh, marijuana purposes?
2: We've been making big strides with CBD. And yeah. It's yeah. been a bitch just to get CBD legalized and...
0: My dad has like worked as a harvester, um, just on like little random side jobs that people like will tell him about. Like, hey, come uh, cut down CBD or like literally what yeah. looks like a weed plant in and this farm all over all over Walworth County.
1: That is really really interesting. Sure. Hmm. So like
0: at least they're doing that. So I I do think like if it were to become legalized, it would probably quickly adapt. Like, yeah, no, faster than like we we would expect.
1: We also have Madison and Milwaukee, which are two of the most liberal cities. I know every state has liberal cities, but like Madison in general is like such a liberal, progressive city. And Milwaukee, obviously, Milwaukee has some of the worst like separation and segregation of people oh, yeah, in this the is country. A of it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's awful.
0: So, you, what do you like? Do you think they should be legalized for that reason, or yeah? No, I mean because we have such like that.
1: Su- because we have such big like progressive cities that like it's surprising that it's not more of a thing yet.
0: Oh, gerrymandering, baby! Do you know what that is?
1: Could you explain to me like I didn't know what gerrymandering was? Uh, ger-
0: gerrymand- is it
2: Jerry or ger- Jerry? Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. Yes, it's
0: it's, per- it's spelled with a G, but it's pronounced gerrymandering. Jerry. Gerrymandering is essentially when the lawmakers of the state write their own uh, voting maps and their own yeah. districts, and they write their districts in a way that they become like, very extreme and they won't get challenged by their own side a lot. But so, beaches, it's like, like. Like,
2: for example, like, th- this... this uh, Wait, hold on, before where I lose are... my train
0: of thought, um, I was going to say, like, the number one reason that it gets brought up in Wisconsin is because... Um, Republicans have historically gotten less votes in like election after election after election like quite a few consecutive elections now but they keep um, because of gerrymandering they keep uh, getting a majority of their representation in the state house so even though like the Democrats in the state will get like i don't know i'm just gonna throw numbers out there let's say 1.5 million votes yeah and the Rep- Republicans get 1.3 the Republicans might get 62 um representatives while the democrats get 47 because they represent
2: a marginally bigger space than what
0: yeah all essentially because of like square mileage that they represent Mm, and it's honestly uh and gerrymandering is is um and specifically in wisconsin we're like the lab of conservative america and conservative think tanks like the Koch brothers have used and did use the Scott Walker administration as Mm -hmm. essentially like let's see like how many things we can get away with how many gerrymandering tactics throw everything at the wall like dis disregard as many voters as you can it doesn't matter how many times they take you to court because we're going to back you up and like fund your defense it doesn't matter just keep keep trying to disenfranchise voters I mean like we saw like pictures of, um, during COVID, like how many, like the lines of voters that, that were all over Milwaukee and things yeah. like that, where, um, they, they didn't, they literally didn't let them try things like drive through voting that we got uh, yeah. to try out in rural communities. Yeah. Um, they like, they legally did not let them. And that was because of like certain judges that the conservative like powerful legal groups put in there like these these are all things that if you don't pay attention to politics you're never gonna pick up on but like these are things that are happening and these are things that that are like super important and unfortunately don't like don't get talked about that I, yeah honestly that's
2: the funny part cause like yeah. everyone's so like focused on, like you gotta go vote You remember to vote like we were talking in the beginning yeah. all these corporations did you vote? Sony over here telling me to vote like, but the real, like you said, important issues is local, local government issues and voting locally and trying to prevent yeah, gerrymandering.
1: That's what, Yeah. like, it's not a trickle down effect. It's like a trickle up effect. Like, mm-hmm. get it locally. Try to be as informed as you can with your local government issues. And then that's what ends up really influencing the top.
0: And it's like, it, it makes more of an impact on a, on a much more micro scale. You're going to see it every day. You're going to see if, you know, your local, local schools are thriving or if they're not.
3: Oh.
1: You know, that means it's for our final thoughts of the wine. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, this rumbar is in Fandel. What are your final thoughts?
2: Wow! After one glass, I'm done. This is a very strong, <laughs> strong wine. It's uh, like I said on top of the of the of the show. Uh, it's got a nice definition, nice soul, got a nice personality. I would definitely take it home to my family, introduce it. I don't know if I would see myself having a future with a Zinfandel, but I definitely see myself having a good time with a Zinfandel.
0: What fruit flavors you taste in the
2: uh, Definitely a uh, piggybacking of uh, uh, Luisa Vera's the uh, cherry. Very uh Christmas, very uh, nice dark, very yeah. like, tobacco-ish kind of... You'd want to have this with
1: like a pork dinner.
2: Yeah. Nice pork dinner. Yeah. Or a
0: bolognese.
1: Oh, yeah. This is Ooh. fantastic. This is the kind of wine that you got to slap around a couple times. A little of times. meat sauce, tomato. Yeah. This, this is a kind of wine that spits in your mouth and says, I'm here. It's a fantastic wine. It's a very dumb, very dumb wine. Yeah. This is great. It's my first time having uh, Rumbauer that not Chardonnay. Yeah, I was gonna
0: say, ronbauer's is like a huge Chardonnay maker. Steak, um, what's it called? Steak restaurant brand. Yeah, where, for uh, sure. They'll, they'll make a shit area. ton of uh, Cabernets, uh, Chardonnay. They're just a big producer with a lot of these big, um, what's it called the big grape varietals. Right? Yeah, and yeah, they just happen to be at all these steakhouses, and they seem like a like a very respectable brand. So like in Mm-hmm. to reiterate again thank you philip for buying yeah, thank this you philip seriously i hadn't had a chance to try this it's a great wine brand. Yeah, yeah and I,
1: I smashed my glass immediately <laughs> you
0: seriously did you finished that thing 10 minutes ago <laughs> <laughs>
1: i've been just sitting over the empty glass for the last like 10-15 minutes That's a very uh good line. with that being said we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back I take it over it. are you greek and gay <laughs> hit me up <laughs> Okay. this next wine that we are drinking is a Hermes Nemea it's from the region Nemea from Greece it's altitude is anywhere from 984 feet to 2133 feet it's climate is moderately warm and it's harvest is September to mid-October shout out to all the Scorpios out there bro I am literally such a Scorpio like every time dog I check the Zodiac it literally hits me perfectly
2: Bro, when it comes to wine, I become such a Pisces. I'm either <laughs> here or there. I
3: just
0: want to be swimming in it, you know?
2: Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure.
0: Swimming in that grape juice.
1: Uh, the oh, alcohol wow. is 12%. This is a medium-bodied wine. And shout-out to Greece. That's where I'll be going next year during May with uh, my lovely girlfriend, Adriana. Looking forward to that trip.
0: This nemea wine is produced entirely from the highly accra- acclaimed... A Giorgitico, uh, grape. What'd you call me? A Giorgitico grape. Or um the more French name, the Saint George grape.
1: Ooh, which dude, has this a bright
0: George. cherry and boysenberry. Shout out J
1: motherfucking man.
0: Aromatic and easy to drink with damn. hints of oaks and spices.
1: Dude, this is spicy, bro.
2: Ooh, <laughs> God damn. I need a glass of water. <laughs> Twenty herbs and spices right here. What is that? Chipotle mayo?
0: You taste in there?
2: It is so hard to record a podcast with you two. No, compared to the first one, this is not. I mean, uh, the first one is a very dark, very yeah. strong taste. This one like, is very this Greek, like very Greek, very fruitful, very yeah. light, very feathery, very. Right. Very gay. <laughs> okay. it's, a, it's a very gay drink.
1: It is. It's very spicy. It's medium body. It's got a nice... It's
0: extremely bright red. Yeah. You can, it it almost glows. It I've looks like an Arsenal a, jersey. A, a glass of wine be this incredibly bright red. It yeah. literally... I don't know. I'm, I'm holding it up to the light in the room and it creates an, like just a very bright red color that that's very impressive. It's like maroon the last one red, was much darker. Yeah, very to
2: dark. Mm-hmm. It's a if if I may, it's a very flamboyant uh, taste to it. Very strong. Yeah.
1: What what it's fruits, like a
0: what it, taste do you taste in there? It's
1: like a big bodybuilder that asks you if you want a spot. Mhm. You're like, "Excuse me, sir?"
2: Yes, affirmative. Right. There. Supportive.
1: Like, I wasn't going to ask for one, but since you're offering, you know what? I am going to PR
2: today. Mm-hmm. But yeah. not too overbearing. And you know, then you start the overthinking
0: part. it later. Did I look kind of pathetic? Is that yeah. why he approached
2: me? Exactly. And then you're like, no, man, it's just Greek wine. It's, Bro. It's all about Greek wine. Exactly. It's just a Giorgitico. Some people yeah. be wearing Gymshark to the gym, but be
1: looking like gym shrimp.
2: Dude, there's people wearing gym shorts at the strip club. No one calls them out on that. What the hell is going on with those people? people you guys ever gi- been to a strip club?
1: I've yet to. And yeah, I, I hope been, yeah. I spend the rest of my life not going to strip club.
2: Well, folks, let me tell you something about the dark, dark experience of strip clubs. They're not that all dark, actually. There's some of them. Good food. If you go there, it says for the food and company. Not a bad experience. Who's the company? (laughs) (laughs) Some company of cinnamon. Some skilled skilled
1: workers. Yeah, exactly. If I go to a strip club and the... Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage. (laughs) Horchata. I'm trying to pay for college. <laughs> She's 19, <laughs>
2: Mamacita.
3: <laughs>
2: She's going to med school. <laughs> that that is the best name though for like an ethnic stripper supporting herself in this tough gig gig economy. Is, did I say that right? Giga economy, right? Yeah, you yeah, said that economy. correctly. gay yeah. economy.
1: Yeah, gay economy. <laughs> In this
2: big gay economy, <laughs> it's hard for a stripper named Archata to make it out there. You know. Oh, for sure.
1: Shout out to all of our strippers out there trying to go through med school.
2: For real though, you guys are uh, the real heroes. You know. The,
1: yeah, the real yeah. The real Kyle Ritter houses yeah. of yeah. Of, I was gonna the, say uh, people
0: give their their credit to nurses, doctors,
1: oh, fast, food workers, fast food workers, front line. All
0: these, exactly, all these people working on the front no. line, but no one talks about the back line <laughs> exactly. Of the workers, you know, <laughs> exactly. no one talks about the people. Who are sitting there and then greasy poles, like keeping the working man entertained, keeping mm. that PBR drinking gentleman—the
1: real backbone of the country. Yeah, the real. Ba- honestly,
0: they are the backbone of the country. because yeah. in a way they are the backbone to the backbone. You know, like
2: the structural glue to exactly, the whole formation. Exactly,
0: who, the, who keeps that? nihilistic dad who's always mad at his family oh, and always exactly. drinking a little bit too much exactly. J- just over the edge of not going crazy who keeps him? I would say it's Cinnamon and Horchata mm. at the local Strip Club
2: you know honestly for a second there I believed you but then I remember Shakira and J-Lo at the whole Super Bowl and there was a bunch of dads very angry about that performance
0: and it's for, probably because it reminded them of the strip yeah. club Exactly. They're they want to be
1: honest <laughs> with themselves exactly
2: you know what? I can't fault an old dog for wanting to go back to the, to the doghouse. Oh man! Can't fault an old dog.
1: Yeah, you can't. You can't teach a dog a new trick, especially jerking off to a Latin woman on TV. Mm-hmm. They like jerking off to girls who are in high school with their daughters.
2: Some of the soap operas are just corn porn. I mean, Jesus Christ, Telemundo. You know your son? Oh my
1: god, Yo soy co- rebelde. Doce corazones oh used to get my date hard, bro. I used, I was breaked up watching that show. So for those who aren't familiar, Telemundo had the show called Doce Corazones where they would have either I can't so they would have five guys and twelve girls, or vice versa. Ooh,
2: la, and la. they
1: would they would only be specified by their Zodiac zodiac sign.
2: No shit. Sure. Yeah.
1: And they would progressively start to kick people off. But this is where it gets real interesting, right? So they would start kicking people off. And then at the very end, there would be left with three guys and six girls. Or vice versa, three girls and six guys. So it always, it always narrowed down to three on one side and six on the other. And then the six on one side would have to pick one of the guys. So the host would be like, Hey, come over here, PCs. And the PCs would walk to the center stage and he, the host would be like, all right, did you find any of the other people attractive? But most of the time it was always the girls picking the guys. Cause it was way more interesting this way. Right. Mm-hmm. So a girl would walk to the center of the stage and she'd be like, yeah, I found Scorpio attractive. So Scorpio would get on stage and, and they would literally look each other in the eye and hold each other's hands. And he'd be like... The host would say, do you find her attractive? And if he said yes, it'd be a makeout scene for like 90 seconds. Jeez. On, li- on live television.
0: Where you can just see the tongue flailing everywhere. Hardcore.
1: All that passion. All that. I-
0: Kinda, it probably brought you back to your first date with Adriana.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it gets better. Just wait. It gets better. So... <laughs> Then the next contestant would come up and there'd be two guys in chairs and one couple already seated to the side. They could steal, quote-unquote. What the fuck? Bro, and it was wild. So the next person would come up, right? And it'd be like a girl again, right? And the host would would say, hey, did you find any of these people attractive? And she'd be like, yeah. And she's like, well, do you like those two guys there or do you want to steal? Like it was a fucking Jeopardy point.
2: Jesus Christ.
1: And they would be like, yeah, I did find the guy who's already taken attractive. And so they'd bring him up to the the center of the stage and he would get to the center stage and the host would say, do you find her attractive or do you want to stay with the one you have? And he would, do. sometimes they would full on be like, yeah, I find this girl attractive way more than the one who picked me already. And it'd be a 90 second make out again. Then uh, they'd bring the loser up and be like, how do you feel? <laughs> like oh my after, God. After she just made out with this guy, then 30 seconds later saw him making out with somebody else.
3: Where
2: is this song?
1: This is on Telemundo. This,
2: this must have been something in 2000 or something, right? Or two, Bro, I,
1: I mean. It was pretty recent. I, I, I mean, can't imagine. They're they're probably still making new episodes.
2: I mean, honestly, on Netflix, I saw this. Uh, was it Netflix or Hulu? Uh, F-Boy Island? Fuck Boy Island? Oh, yes. Have you guys heard of that? Yes. Essentially like that, but instead sort of like, there's no stealing boyfriends and girlfriends.
1: <laughs> the stealing aspect
2: was crazy <laughs> to me. And so, then bringing them back on? Dude, how do you feel? Literally, they should be like,
1: oh, dude, it's Dude, the worst part too was like when you would see, so it's no longer filming. They did 18 seasons, but oh my god! Yeah, dude, it was cra- it was such a wild show. So
2: many marriages had it been broken, relationships over dude, those 18 seasons.
1: It was crazy, crazy show. I highly recommend it. Somebody look up the highlights. Give them the name again. Doce Corazones. One, two, Corazones. Doce. There we go. Corazones. It was a wild show, and I couldn't recommend it enough. All right, let's get into the main topic, which is drug use and abuse.
2: (laughs) Drug use and abuse. You know, before we get into that,
1: Phil Corral, someone who was mentioned on the very first episode of the podcast. Hello, hello. First of all, thank you so much for being here. It is an honor to have you.
0: Cheers, buddy. Cheers, cheers. You are
1: probably number 17 on our top 17 list of guests we wish we had.
2: I, I'm, honestly, I'm honored. Over there. Honestly, I'm honored.
1: Barack Obama and Bill Trill Clinton are above you, but you know, take that as you may.
2: I know, I just barely made the cut, beating out Kyle Rittenhouse for the <laughs> last final spot. Dude, if I could have Kyle Rittenhouse on the podcast, Dude, we should
1: call him.
0: We should email him.
2: He I, lives like 20 minutes away. That's what I'm saying. Like, honestly, I feel very safe. Oh, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, I feel like. He would come here and make the place safer. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, He'd probably, dude, I mean... Offer medical help. He would
2: probably gonna... check our prostate if we wanted to. Oh, oh, yeah, sure. yeah, he, he yeah. has his gloves, right? Yeah. Those, exactly. Uh, he
0: was wearing those nice nitrile gloves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. My disposable. neighbors
1: are police officers. So, you know, shout out to my neighbors. Back to blue. Shout out to name. I've, I've never felt more unsafe in my entire life. <laughs> Every time I walk in, I'm like, it's. I walk into my own garage with my hands up, like it's me, it's
2: me, it's me. Hood down, it's me, it's me. It's me. It's me. Don't Trayvon Martin man. Yeah. I have skittles in my pocket, not well, there, a gun. Well, please. there was
1: that story that came out of like a po- female police officer who was drunk, who accidentally walked into the wrong apartment. Botham
2: Jean. Yeah, I heard about
1: that. Man, and shot. Dead. Dead somebody yeah. who was just minding their own business In their and their apartment and then she got away with it yeah.
2: Well, yeah. wait she got away with it
0: yeah.
1: yeah bro they backed the blue what did you expect well i mean you guys want to hear a crazy damn. story honestly no like, i got a better fucking story I pay for attention you
0: to a lot of this stuff and then Dude, like sometimes
3: mm, 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 mm. i
0: guess, Sit down, I, guess oh, I just no. remember that case i, I kind of thought that amber geiger that was her name i remember mm-hmm. I can't, are you sure she didn't... 100%, 100% got away with it. No, she got... Yeah. No time. She got no
2: time. No, because time, they, like, cause it was a reasonable excuse. Of like, oh, she reasonably thought that she, they were yeah. in their house. And since she's a police officer with a credi- credentialed history, they're like, oh, shit, homie. With thought- a
1: loaded gun. Yeah. Who doesn't walk into their own apartment with a loaded gun?
0: Dude, mm-hmm. like, out of those cases, now that we're talking about it, the one that got me, like...
1: The most triggered?
0: Yeah, the most... I'm mean, honestly just, like, fri- B- frightened B- to deal with police. Police brutality? Yeah, is the Daniel Shaver case. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Is that the Colorado Kid? That's the dude from... He was an exterminator in Arizona who was at a hotel. And then somebody called the cops on him because he was, like... I guess because he walked into his hotel room with an air rifle. And then somebody called the cops on him. The cops show up to his room. They demand that he steps out of his room with, like these extremely complicated and convoluted instructions. They tell him to like put his hands up to his um, uh, head, his knees crossed over, take a knee. Like they give him all these instructions at once. And the moment he messes up one of those, cause they were holding him at, like with an AR-15 pointing at him the whole time, they unloaded on him. Even though he was literally like with his hands crossed over behind his yeah, head Yeah, I know exactly what time out. And his legs were cr- like quite literally crossed over on themselves as well. And they still unloaded on him and I don't know, it's just like cases like that, philando Castillo, the one where uh in Minnesota where he had gotten stopped for a traffic ordinance and he goes on to tell the officer, "Officer, I'm a legal gun owner." Um, I want to get reached in my pocket and get my permit and give it to you. And as he's reaching, the cop is like freaking out and fucking unloads his clip on him. It's just like shit like that, that even if you're the most fucking, I don't know, like blue lives matter motherfucker, how do you think that like that dude is going to know, like to like, let you off the hook? Yeah, he doesn't. You're just a random, like, even if you're like that guy and you, you're over here sucking their dick on social media. I don't know, like you're you stand just as much of a chance at getting Philando Castile or Daniel Shaver. Daniel Shaver was a white guy, a young white guy. Yeah. Like he still got fucking popped off just because he like kinda of panicked in in a hotel hallway and even though it was clearly unarmed and essentially his pajamas and they still unloaded on him and killed him. Like they it could happen to anybody, but because the media portrays it as like yeah, for oh real, like no. a black versus white thing yeah like white people think that they're like immune to shit like that no, or at least not. a lot of people that happen to be you yeah
2: know. there's there's always that narrative of like yeah of, of racial tensions unfortunately but yeah like, they make
1: the, it a race issue.
2: yeah, yeah. It never it's just the fact that like damn the police it, brutality it, and, and is I mean they're wrong not right.
0: wrong though like cause like unfortunately communities of color in study after study verifies this like you can look it up yourself anybody you don't have to believe us Uh, Study after study verifies this, that communities of color are more likely to deal with, like, deadly police consequences. But that doesn't mean that, like, white communities in the U.S. don't deal with it as well. No, they still suffer? Like, we all deal with it because we've all kind of low-key let our police get away with...
1: Way too much.
0: Like, way too much, Well, then, hear
1: this story, all right? So, this is a story that, you know, very, very much hit home to me. So a suburban police sergeant in village will not face criminal charges in connection with a crash in Wisconsin that killed the woman. Mark Mogan, a Lake in the Hills officer who is also a Hebron trustee and a candidate for village president, was taken into custody on suspicion of intoxicated driving after striking a pedestrian with his car in Lake Geneva on December 27th. The woman Samantha Norris, 29, died from her injuries 2 days later. This happened in 2017. I did a bunch of research into this because Samantha Norris was somebody that I worked with at the Grand Geneva. The reason she was walking, she did not drive. She would walk from she would walk over a mile to work every day. And she was very much liked by everybody. She was a very hard worker. And she was the nicest person you could ever meet. And this piece of shit, Mogan, got away with all charges.
2: Well, how did he get away with it? What was the Okay, so get this.
1: So I heard that Samantha got into ER because we're mutual friends on Facebook. And there was... Of everybody posting it, there was only one girl that was actually fighting for her the most. And like... She was also, you know, working with Samantha at the time. And dude, it's fucking heartbreaking because Mogan refused to take a uh, a breath test, a field sobriety test, according to officials. So he was temporarily let go. And then afterwards, he was paid off for his pension and didn't work anymore for six months, was still being paid for those entire six months and then was able to retire. So Samantha, if you guys have ever been to the Walmart in Lake Geneva, there's a small cross that is uh, right across by the Aldi, by the Aldi, yeah, by the pet store also, and it's a picture of Samantha, dude, and it's fucking heartbreaking because she lived at the apartments right there, like behind the uh, behind the pet store and behind the Aldi, and she would literally go from there and walk to Grand Geneva, which is again almost two miles of a walk. She would just walk. And, like, this piece of shit officer got away with it, and there's no charges. She was a white girl who, you know, yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: this dude just got away with it. What the fuck, like, is the issue? Yeah,
0: dude. I bl- don't
2: get
1: it.
0: Blue is over, you know, Caucasian on the hierarchy, <laughs> essentially. No, it, it literally so is. It's so sickening, that, dude. That thin blue line, that yeah. behind it is, like... That shit a is true, man. Like,
2: ...mentality of cult like yeah. within the department where
0: they like stand up for themselves like specific, you know going going on that it's a fucking of, choice of police standing up for themselves you know
1: but it's a fucking choice to go into that line of work of course mm-hmm. of yeah. course this is not something that like
2: exactly it, it's, it's a choice and they shouldn't be exempted from the law it's just because they chose to go into the field of yeah, yeah you would you know. think
0: if anything we would hold them to a higher standard
2: they're supposed to lead the example set the example yeah.
1: Yeah there there's going to be bad apples in every job. However, when they don't do their job and when they do the job incorrectly, they're exempt.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you're right. It's it's fucking disgusting you're and right. I don't think it gets brought up enough and and,
0: and not even that, man, cuz like was this guy even on duty?
1: No. This was That's off duty, like, drunk he was an driving
0: guy who like essentially got incredible treatment that no other citizen would ever get because of who he was like during his on, you know, during his on duty time, he was a police officer. Therefore he's going to get incredible treatment by the justice system. You know, they're going to treat him with fucking white gloves.
1: Yeah.
2: What a polarizing, uh, like view on the police system. I remember 10 years ago when I was a kid, just on TV, like you see a police officer, you give him a free hot dog, and hey, yeah. going? no,
1: it's it's always been a fucking lie, and they've always been able to get away with stuff.
0: Yeah, I was mm-hmm. gonna say, I feel like that's just you're right, because we were young, and you know, just Media, growing up, narrative figuring everything boom. out. But I do kind of think that that was. A lot of times when you're growing up here, you know, you're not taught a lot of, like, the underbelly of of the justice system or the underbelly of the FBI, the CIA, you know, your local mm-hmm. police department, any of those things. You're just not taught about the dark side, the downside, the cons. Yeah. Like, you're just taught, oh, these are the, the men in blue. They're here to protect you. Like, yeah, they're here to keep the terrorists away. Like, this and that.
2: And you know what? After 9-11, God bless them. They were making sure that we were, what? below code orange or code yellow for safety colors or we went back to yeah, the when, coloring wheel
0: when George Bush created yeah.
1: all those
2: like terrorist colors if they have or- any
1: sort of Malone in their skin <laughs> get them the fuck <laughs> the, the, the out the true of here coloring scale yeah
2: stop and frisk exactly
1: mm-hmm. alright we'll get we'll get off that horrible dark topic unfortunately and yes. we'll get into a much lighter topic which is Phil Corral
2: howdy um hi everybody
1: so i have said this time and time again to multiple people but you are and take this however you want the funniest person i've ever met in my life
2: see i've heard that multiple times i've heard i'm a very interesting character eccentric weird no I i wouldn't say
1: weird i would just say just like yeah, I wouldn't say weird. at your at your core, you are easily the funniest. Like when you walk into the room, I, I I immediately know like this guy is hilarious and he's gonna say something to make me laugh.
2: It's all about timing, baby. You I, find I couldn't
1: it. agree more. I remember the first time when I I think this was like months after meeting you. I said to you, "Dude, you are the funniest person I've ever met in my life," and what you said to me afterwards proved that you were the funniest person I've ever met in my life because you go to say. If you think I'm funny, you should meet my drug dealer.
2: <laughs> oh, forgot about that. Yeah, for real, yeah, yeah. And I wow.
1: fell to the floor laughing. Because yeah. it's like, of course that's what you would say.
2: You know, honestly, I do remember that because I was also to talking about, you know what, they should have back to school <laughs> Back to class. Right. For real. Drug dealers should have back to school pricing. Back to school specials. In time for the for the fall season, exactly. especially in college towns. Oh yeah. my God, better sure. than fine.
1: Dude, man. I had I had my fucking drug dealer in college rip me off so bad. My my worst experience buying marijuana was I was a freshman at college, and I text my my you know my dealer, and I'm like, hey, dude, I'm trying to pick that up, and he goes, all right, I'll be right there, and I text him back saying, what? <laughs> up until then, I always met him, and he's like, I'll be right there. So I'm like, what the fuck? So he calls me, and I'm in a dorm, which is four stories. And he goes, hey, man, I'm outside. Come outside right now if you want your stuff. So I ran down, got on the elevator, went down the elevator, went outside. He's in a white van, like a U-Haul. Jesus. And somebody opens the door to the back, the sliding door. And it's like, fuck that. And like, I'm already gone. And he's in the driver's seat, and he's like, get in. And I'm a desperate freshman in college trying to get weed. So I'm like, all I'm right. I'm
0: fucking gone. You know there's a fucking undercover fed in there. That's a, that's a
2: tight Dude, operation. I
1: get in and his buddy's like, they're just high as fuck. The light is on the whole time. And he's like, hey, you smelled that green crack? And I was like, what? He's like, you smelled that green? He's like, I was like, I don't smoke crack. He's like, no, man, that's what the weed is called, bro. Don't be goofy with your bullshit. And I'm like... Yeah, i smoke green crack all the time I, I couldn't agree more and he's like yeah man this bro hey 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 oakley you smoke that green crack and there's this guy in the backseat who i've never seen before in my life and he's like man that's the best fucking weed in town man you're gonna get fucking a while all the time you know man. what i'm saying
0: man you know what I'm saying. And yeah. and he's like, how
1: much you want and i was like two grams and he goes "Well, we got an eighth and i was like i'll, I'll take an eighth <laughs> and he's i'll like, be 60 bucks and i'm like you got it sir I, yeah. gave, I gave him the money He did a lap around the campus Drops me back off I mean I looked like a kidnap victim You know, <laughs>
2: Van shows up You go in and you come back out I Did a lap around You're essentially kicked
0: out of the van <laughs>
1: Yeah we did deal He dropped me off And then I went on my day and I just went back to my drums like everybody was like, Hey, did you get the stuff? And I'm like, Yeah, assholes, I did get this stuff. And I felt like I was gonna die the whole time. So you know, I
2: honestly, I-, I could see how these like Q and I conspiracies get out of <laughs> out of hand. Because if some dude was just watching by, like, I'm going to school and then a van pulls up and they take this this young boy in this it. young skinny brown <laughs> kid. They take him in. That's how they get that
0: that uh Chemical they're looking for, right? The the, the elites are looking for. It. They want to suck your blood or some shit. Oh,
2: what is, what is that called? Adrenochrome. Uh, adrenochrome. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's how
0: they were trying to get your your third eye. They try to
2: pump that blood. Probably. I oh, don't know. It's terrible. Trying to
0: stay young.
1: That's how Nancy Pelosi looks so good,
2: mm, and she does look fine. It's not because she's
1: eating those placentas, bro. Nancy Pelosi got a rack on her. Have you seen oh, those oh, pictures? That's
2: because the placenta juice and gelato. Have you seen her fridge? That's the sexy part of Nancy Dude, Pelosi. Dude, did you guys
0: see this last? um mm few month or in the last month how she officiated a wedding
1: no Nancy? And, yeah she she, affi- Nancy?
0: she officiated a wedding for one of like the most powerful um, donors uh, daughters in yeah. San Francisco and she was literally the priest reading you know the ceremony reading all elaborate. that crazy shit out and the picture I, I seriously highly recommend you guys look this shit up cause she looked like the fucking first district of the Hunger Games Just like super eccentric, like so over the top. Like, if I call
1: your fiance, would she answer me?
2: Why?
1: I'm gonna ask if she would accept (laughs) Nancy Pelosi officiating your wedding. All right, call her. Let's see if she answers. I don't think she's gonna know. Honestly, I think
2: that you guys have to give her your firstborn child. It was just fucking disgusting.
1: Like, Like, as
0: somebody who, like, supports, uh, you know, pretty fucking lefty politics yeah. that this is the fucking leader of the quote unquote lefty party yeah. in America and she's over here yucking it up with the fucking elite of the elite the richest people on yeah. like in the country and she's supposed to be the person who stands up for the working class and stands up for you know on the... but she's too busy role
2: playing yeah and so so off.
0: it's fucking gross
2: I don't think she's gonna answer she probably got wind that we're talking bad about Nancy.
0: I'm
1: sorry. Uh, it's She'll right. probably
0: call you back on a little bit to be All honest.
1: right. How much money would it take for me to buy Nancy Pelosi to officiate your wedding?
0: Probably a lot, to be honest.
1: You wouldn't be okay with it?
0: I wouldn't be okay with it. No, fuck
2: no.
1: Dude, she's the leader of the free world.
2: This is no, not. Pelosi. She's the one that ripped up the Bible or read the Bible, right?
1: She did something with the Bible. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think she's in the Bible, to be honest <laughs> with you.
2: I think she is a New Testament. Donald Trump was the Old Testament. We had our fun there. No more. New Testament, all about salvation and bringing it back. That's true. Nancy Pelosi
1: can't agree more.
2: She's beautiful, but but (laughs) but I mean, in all seriousness, though.
1: Wait, in all seriousness, let's go back to how we met.
0: We (laughs) We got so off track. Yeah, yeah, we we've been a little bit sidetracked <laughs> it's, right. it's
2: been a good Phil tell tonight. us how you met Luis yeah uh, no, Louis, I met Luis actually at the uh, first tell, uh, dining tell restaurant uh, we all worked together at the uh, well I don't know if we say it but yeah it's yeah, we, we've cool. said we said their name yeah okay. yeah. Off, yeah absolutely
1: I've asked him if we can film there to be honest with you really? that'd be yeah. good that'd be you had? wow actually, yeah. that'd be a good what spot they're like well we'd have to talk about it first
2: we um we all met at the Geneva. We have an audience of a hundred. What are <laughs> we talking about? We'll do a live podcast. Yeah, exactly. No, but we all met the Geneva Inn, uh over there on Lake Geneva Late Geneva way.
1: We were all much younger, how much all of us had a much shorter hair. Oh
2: yeah, for real though.
0: I'm that's, that's if anyone weird, knows me like, now, I got inches. Usually, on low key me. men are losing their hair. Yeah, not, not necessarily. Dude, not us.
1: Out. Not the three of us in this room. Lucky best and the the third member of the podcast.
2: See, that's the thing I didn't Keith get. Key has the best hairline. Yeah. Jay May,
1: he he has a good head of hair. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. it's stress free. Like the whole Gabby Panito thing, when uh, sure. she went missing and her boyfriend Brian true what's his name brian laundry
1: yeah
0: brian laundry what was he
2: 22 and bald yeah get out That's of there! probably here. why he was because
0: yeah. she missed she was missing
1: not us yeah because he was he was missing his girlfriend yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Stress? Exactly, yeah yeah well the stress of trying to find her body um, he didn't know what happened no. And then they were blaming him for some reason? What's that all about? What for the real. He's is no a young
2: dude losing his hair already. He yeah. has enough on his back. Just yeah, a exactly. good
0: patriot American, you know, looking for his...
2: Apple pie eating, lunch <laughs> pail, <laughs> exactly. blue collar worker.
0: <laughs> looking for his beautiful, snow white-like wife, you know? Rest exactly. in peace, baby
2: Gabby. Rest in peace. But no, it was a beautiful time. Uh, no, we were all much younger. Uh, we were yeah. the first wave, if anyone.
0: We were the first wave. We literally yeah. were the first wave at that restaurant when
2: grand reopening the the and all that stuff. Yeah. That's where we. I met Anthony.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Anthony Garcia.
2: If uh, if you guys haven't heard, a couple of weeks ago, check back into episode the vault. seven, I believe. Beautiful, beautiful uh, collection of the podcast in a <laughs> beautiful vault. Arguably
1: our most informative episode yet. That's true. I was honestly
0: one of our best. Like, it has to be on the Mount Rushmore. I was going to say, Phil, uh, tell us about how you became like, you know, not super intimidated by wine and how Wait, did you
1: no before that before we talk about wine I think we gotta get into some personal stories first
2: I do love me some stories and some wine. well you know what
1: yeah let's talk about wine first let's talk about wine cause he, Wait, he'll knock know? that off real quick yeah the wine Yeah,
0: yeah. tell yeah, tell us about and how then we'll dive oh Like, how it just stopped intimidating you how you became you know a fan tell see, a see
2: honestly my experience with wine has always been uh, very uh, when I was a young young boy oh. uh, all, uh Barefoot and whatever my uh, my sweet mama bear had in her fridge. God bless you, sweet mama bear. Love you. Uh, but at a very young age, you know, the, the barefoot and all that stuff. So I guess that'd be my experience. You
0: definitely started with the sweeter stuff? Yeah. yeah. But,
2: but it wasn't even... Because, like, uh, my my parents have always been in the restaurant business, right? Yeah. My, uh, my beautiful mother have always been working at failing restaurants that always go out of business. So they always stock up on wine and give out to the workers and shit. Yeah. So I've had the uh, fortunate experience of tasting some good wines that I would have had, you know, like as a young boy and just tasting like, oh, wow, this tastes like shit. It's not sweet. You know, like I want juice. I'm trying to get drunk. Yeah. You want like alcoholic grape juice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at a young age, I had the, you know, opportunity wasted, you know, now that I'm older, I can look back on it like, damn, I had it good. But as far as the intimidation of wine, you know, honestly, it all started with the Geneva Inn, and uh, getting more comforting and.
0: Um, what was it about and Geneva Inn? Like, was it a certain factor or thing?
2: Honestly, it fitted so well with my personality. See, because I'm a salesman at heart. You know, yeah. at, at the bottom of the day, I can sell you a bottle of water, or I can sell you a bottle of wine. Yeah. And once you can sell,
0: sell a condom to a to a fucking mm-hmm. priest, you know, a condom to
2: a horse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can you know for real though. And uh gotten into that, a horse. That's the beautiful thing about uh about the Geneva Inn and Anthony giving yeah. me the experience and confidence to uh,
1: shout to out to our day one Geneva Inn crew. I hope they're listening. I I still keep in contact <laughs> with some of them, so
0: it's, dude. I I, yeah. I it's I a hope, strong crew. I hope strong. Laura, Thea Tess, Holly, Mike.
1: Mike Adams Randy yeah. I would love to have Mike Adams on podcast Dude we
0: gotta have Mike Adams We do for real That I, guy is Yeah That dude right. is great He, he was, exactly. was such a great time Free. He was seriously like
1: Shaggy and Freddie <laughs> Put together
0: <laughs> Put together dude Exactly
1: I have the he best He was such
0: a leader But such a partier At the same yeah, time exactly. And I loved it man
1: no, He was a really good guy Yeah shout out to all those people Who were on that first wave Of Geneva Inn and, and, Also and Jim I, Black If I'm mistaken Jim Black Jim right. Black exactly. Jim Black
2: Larry Crown Mm-hmm. I would love Legends. to have
1: Larry Crown on the podcast. Dude, he is Larry a warm vet. I would Larry. love to have him on. Dude, I Larry bet you he would, would love some fun. mushrooms, too. He could use some mushrooms. Oh. Yeah, the way his back, dude, he literally looks like he's oh, picking stuff off the ground all the time. He is arced at 90 degrees. It is awful. His
0: neck is like, or his head is like. His head his is chest. where most of our chest should be. <laughs> <laughs> it is
1: awful uh but know, i mean obviously the reason that i appreciate geneva so much is because juan and i met you and i met Mm -hmm. and you know obviously led to this podcast but
2: oh yeah the 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 confidence that i got from the wine and some of the people going in and out as far as like the customer base yeah getting a little peek into their social life oh really interesting. interesting yeah
1: and here let me quickly tell my favorite Phil Corral story so I am sitting in this side room (laughs) I am sitting in this side room that is apart from the restaurant but you can enter the room from you don't have to enter the restaurant per se you can just walk directly into that room after you enter through the main doors
2: there was like a downstairs, you could right. sneak into the little room. There was an door.
1: employee entrance, so we, when you walk into the play entrance, you can either go through the kitchen, where everybody sees you, or you can sneak your way through the side room.
2: Dead ass. When we were working there, if you guys remember, we had the, what, 20, 30% off from Domino's. Yeah. On my day off, when I would have friends over, I would put on my work gear, call Domino's. I would call Domino's, because I only live like five minutes away. Yeah. I would call Domino's. We'd That's a like, in he the parking lot like
0: ten minutes away. <laughs>
2: yeah, five minutes in pizza time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, wait out in the parking lot, have him come out, and you know, and there's only <laughs> once the the lady, what's his name? What, no, what's her name? Linda. It's a Linda, lady from the front. Linda, the big yeah, tall lady uh-huh. with the glasses. Yeah, she was uh, she was talking with the front desk lady. She's like, "You're on the schedule today." It's like, "Yes, get off." <laughs> <Pacing that off. laughs> and she she probably just got done working.
1: <laughs> so you put on your uniform and you were waiting in the parking
2: lot. Oh yeah, just waiting, ready for Dude, the guy to use that twenty percent off. That mm-hmm. is that was so. Dude, f- that was my man, my
0: man Phil over here, he's downloading every app for every single fast food restaurant you've ever been to. Wendy's, yeah. Burger King, McDonald's. You're getting all if the discounts. If he saves a dollar, he's downloading it. Oh, yeah. He's I, downloading that on shit. On my old
2: phone, I was up to date with coupons, rewards, notifications. Your rewards. God bless yeah. Burger King. Have it your way. This podcast is sponsored by BK. Have it your way. If you haven't tried the new 2 for 6 Whopper, go out and do yourself a favor and get yourself a 2 for 6 Whopper. Promo code BTT. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got, I'm paid by BK. <laughs> no, sponsored.
0: Tell us about our fracking. No, 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 no. Fracking wait, wait, no, no. I got to tell,
2: tell the story. I got to tell the story. We already told the
1: fracking sponsor. <laughs> uh, he, he had more in there. He had
2: more in there. That, that, that was just a backstory to, the, uh, to yeah, Karen, okay, in so the parking lot. I am sitting in that room by
1: myself. And at this point, it's like an hour and a half after the shift started. And we all think that Phil is not going to show up because calling off is very common at this restaurant.
2: Especially for, uh, I think at that time it was a busboy, or yeah, you
1: were just a busboy at the time.
2: Uh, they did a fancier title. I forgot what it was. Like. Server assistant. There you go. Oh, no, yeah. you're just
1: a busboy. We're just waiters and busboys.
2: I was a busboy
1: and a dancer. <laughs> yeah, you were a dancer, <laughs> baby. Come on. So <laughs> I'm sitting there by myself holding napkins, and there's a counter that's across the room when you walk in, right next to the door, and all of a, all of a sudden I hear the door open and see you walk in. And immediately go under the sink and put your head under the water for like, I'm not kidding, like five minutes.
2: Mm-hmm. Refreshing. I, I, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and I'm just in there like staring at you and I'm like, is, is he okay? I thought you were just hung over. But then you turn the faucet off, you turn around and you look at me, bewildered to see me. Like, you didn't see me when you opened the door.
2: Yeah. Honestly, it was a very nice surprise. Of all the people that I could have been surprised <laughs> to see, I'm so happy it was you. And not um Sutton managers, or Joe or yeah, anyone. Hey, buddy, Dude, you Do okay? you remember Joe
0: Davidson? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I interviewed him. He, he
2: was he's such a nice guy, but for him, like, too nice. Hey, man, are you okay? What's no, wrong, was an man? Act. It was
1: an act. We, we exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so you, you turn around, you see me, we make eye contact, and then you say oh, hey, man, I, I I took a bunch of acid last night. I'm still feeling it. And I'm just like, all right, dude. And then without breaking a sweat, you just turn around, you walk into the restaurant and proceed to start bussing like nothing happened.
2: Yeah. And honestly, oh, shit, sorry. I, I would love to thank the uh, public education system for that, for <laughs> making me a drone, knowing that I can compete and excel in my line of work heavily under the influence. Heavily. Uh, heavily, heavily, heavily. Uh, knowing that it's just a repeat numb work of everything and everything. Oh, couldn't agree but, more. But in all honesty, that that day, yeah, yeah. Uh, acid's a hell of a drug. <laughs> I'll <tell you> that. <laughs> I've I've always been an acid guy. I gotta say, yeah. Uh, sweet sweet LSD boy. Tell tell,
0: tell us, us why. Why acid uh, over other things? You know,
2: honestly, I haven't tried all all the the rainbow of the uh, narcotics and whatnot. Yeah. But out of all them all, I've tried Molly, I've tried uh, ketamine, I've tried LSD mushrooms. I, I like LSD. I've heard people compare mushrooms to LSD. Mushrooms more natural, more yeah controllable. Which I I, I agree. But for me, I I just you, you want, want to ride the dragon. Yeah, honestly, one tab of acid or half a tab. Like people in Silicon Valley, they're microdosing. Yeah, I'm trying to get into that too. You know, and the best time to clean. If you guys are looking for any uh, holiday activities <laughs> <laughs> over the holiday season I recommend taking a half a tap of acid or mushroom mushroom tea yeah. and cleaning clean everything in your apartment, your house, your stove, your skin and your soul. Honestly, it's the best. I love cleaning. Why? Cuz it But specifically on
1: mushrooms on, or yeah, acid I mean, any I've never any, any psychedelic
2: since the visual aspect of Oh, I ha- Seeing yeah. something dirty, or you know, something in its original form and manipulated into something that you want to see, yeah, something clean and perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, when- I got I got really deep into that when I was a young boy. I <laughs> like a-
1: when a young young boy. We can, yeah, we can talk about our. Let's, for sake of time, let's talk about our most. Let's highlight one or two hardcore drug experiences.
2: Honestly. That, uh, uh, that encounter that we had that yeah. day was not my first time. The first time I ever pulled a stone like that. I don't I think anybody think thought that, that was your first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, oh, just, clearly this is something he does scooting, very often. Scoot on by. <laughs> no, honestly, though, an old joke Yeah, It started with you, Phil. I was uh, 16. And, uh, and you were seeing the dragon already? Yeah. Jeez. My, well, see, when you're in a rural town in Clinton or uh, any rural town in the Midwest, yeah. Drugs are your friend. You're Either out there getting drunk and getting me too. or you are doing some drugs? I went the 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 way. Hey, tell the you about the me out. too story. I have. All right, go ahead. Uh, the uh, yeah no psychedelics when I was sixteen. Um, you know, part of my funniness. Yeah. I've been in. I put myself out there in different uh, uncomfortable situations. I was never a good singer, and but I was part of the choir for all of it never good at acting or anything or like right, that or at musicals yeah musicals <clears throat> my uh my, my life peaked when I was donkey and tracked the musical <laughs> uh, in, in, in all honesty like I have pictures of, like on my dating websites yeah I just put it in my bio I was donkey and tracked a musical and thank god for meme culture cause that's all I have to say nowadays <laughs> and show them pictures of me in my donkey suit they're like oh what showing the, pictures of you 10 years ago Couple, couple years ago. <laughs> uh, 10 years in human, but what is that in donkey years? Come Exactly, on now. exactly. Exactly, donkey years. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, no, it's just putting myself in situations like that. And uh, I went to my first music festival when I was 18 up in Wisconsin. Up in the, until then, I never heard of the whole, you know, what it is now yeah. the Electric Forest, the EDM, everyone's going out there yeah. with their phones and stuff. Uh, I went out there, I saw the Wu Tang Clan. It's so the Wu Tang Clan at this vessel. Oh, God, yeah. God damn, Jesus. that's pretty cool. actually. Uh, Chance the Rapper, uh, if you guys are familiar with them, yes, has just busted out. Well, with Acid who Rapper. never heard of him? Acid Rain. Cool. Yeah, uh, the uh, is it Acid Rain or Acid? No. Rain? That, oh, that that whole album,
1: the EP, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just came out. And he was uh, that was his It sure was Acid Rain, but uh, he never showed up. The, the song's Acid Rain. It's a good song. Viewers, if you're listening to this podcast right now, go check out Acid Rap by Chance the Rapper. Sponsored by Bro Tastes Promo code BTT. Uh, <laughs> but no. In all honesty, uh, yeah, a three-day music festival, did a bunch of drugs. I mean not I wasn't just there for the drugs I was there for the for the experience music. You know, right the community of people and drugs but uh, no uh, after the three day music festival it was my first day uh, at uh, community college Blackhawk yeah uh, I went to school for early childhood education how did that pan out pretty good somewhat I, you know if you want to say I started you- my I started my first day coming down off of four hits of acid <laughs> <laughs>
1: are you an are you an early child educator now?
2: Oh uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no 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 I, I got certified though. Did you I, really? Yeah, yeah, I got my SIDS training. I got my uh, uh, four star training or whatever. Mm. Food and safety and all that stuff. So
1: if a child was having a choking incident, you could perform CPR on a child, which is much different than performing
2: CPR on an adult. I would, I, would, I would be I would, be, I would be able no. to ragdoll a child. Yes. <laughs> throw him around I would be able to save him from Slim him on a Have you guys he ever he had to
1: perform death. CPR on an adult or the Heimlich on an adult?
2: Have you? I haven't, no. Twice. What the fuck? Yeah. In the restaurant business? While once working? in the restaurant
1: industry, once on a date. Oh. But the f- so the first time I had to do it was like 2 weeks after I learned it at in health class and I was on a date eating deep dish pizza and we're on a double date Where was it at? This was at um, that place in Lake Geneva. Gino's Gino's East. We're having deep dish. And like I said, we're on a double date. And I look at, we're eating pizza, obviously, as you do at a deep dish. And I look to my right, and just because I, I was in the restaurant industry at the time, I would like learn to like, ask how people are enjoying their food. And so I look to my right to my date, and I'm like, are you liking the pizza? And she shakes her head. And i'm like are you okay and she shakes her head again and i'm like are you choking and she nods her head so i get up off my chair and i hit her back as hard as i can and she spits out the pizza and she's like embarrassed and sad and i'm like oh my god are you okay like it's all right like just you know let's chill and it obviously it ruined the date. but i'm like damn well
2: Ruin the day. He just saved your life. Yeah. <laughs> well, angry. I mean, just like cause it,
1: it got put in a bet, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it just it, sour taste, obviously. Mm-hmm. So then in no health, pun intended, yeah. <laughs> so then this was on the like on a Friday or something, right? And then on Monday or Tuesday, whenever I had health class next, I walk into health class, and I had it with the same guy that was on that double date with us. So then, the teacher proceeds to start the class with oh, actually, uh, we learned the Heimlich like two weeks ago. And for those of you who don't think it's applicable, mm-hmm. actually one of the students in your class uh, performed it and is actually a hero. And I'm looking around the room like, oh shit, like I wonder like, who I wonder who, I wonder who, who did about, it. Smith. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I wonder who did it. And he goes, uh, Luis Porras, could you please stand up? And I had to stand up in a dark room and everybody was like, you know, cause you're in high school and everybody starts awkwardly clapping. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Okay, and he goes tell us what happened. So I had to then just like fake a story and I was like I saw somebody choking while working at a restaurant and so I helped them and everybody's like (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, okay, but then at the age of 25 I had to do it in a restaurant much more serious much more real horrible experience so It's a birthday. It's a six top six people at a table I bring out the food. The birthday woman who's turning 50 gets steak. With steak specifically, as a server, you almost always check those first when you come back to check on food. So I come back to the table. It's her birthday. She ordered steak. I'm going to go to her first. I go to the table. Hey, how's everybody enjoying everything? Miss specifically, how is your steak so far? And she has her hand on her chest. And I'm like, are you okay? She shakes her head. And I'm like, are you choking? She nods her head. So then the woman next to her is given these like love taps on her back. No, you got to mess her like up. Like scratching her. like She might as well be scratching her back at this point. And she's like,
3: ah, ah.
1: So then I'm like, can you move? And I lift her up with my left arm. And with the palm of my right arm, I proceed to hit her as hard as I can. We're in a private dining room of like 18 tables everybody is looking over and see me whack this woman like she owes me money <laughs> and she spits out the fillet and she's like crying because she was choking and she's red in the face and i'm like are you choking anymore And she shakes her head and i'm like are you okay and she nods her head and the entire room proceeds to applause <laughs> which makes me feel very awkward and uncomfortable and so then I proceed and just continue. All right, Tom Cruise. I just do my job. <laughs> so
3: every
0: day.
1: Yeah. This so is that, everyday
0: life for me. No. I
1: literally go. I was just so uncomfortable, and I go to the next table and I'm like, "Hey, just wanted to check on you guys if you're okay." And they're like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> so then I walked to the back room and I just like take a couple of breaths to myself and everybody just walks up to me like, dude, what the fuck just happened? And I'm like, oh, I just had to help somebody. They were choking. And when they were leaving, it was even more awkward because everybody in that room was like, you helped that woman out? And I was like, well, somebody had to do it. You know, I'm just like, I'm glad that I did it quick enough. And I was just trying to, because I feel really uncomfortable when it comes to recognition. And they were like, you know, you did a good job, you did a good thing today, and I was just like, well, I hope they fucking tip me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they tip me well. <laughs>
2: I hope it shows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone's happy, but like, there's got to be some people within that family, like. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! I was so close. I was so close so to getting close. my inheritance. <laughs> this dude at some fine dining this restaurant decides to shit. be a hero
1: exactly this piece of shit trying to do his job I'm kinda go to Burning Man this year <laughs>
2: but dude trying to be some kind of goddamn Kyle Rittenhouse at a restaurant now trying
1: to be a savior and a patriot oh my god that is so funny
2: but I mean, honestly though, for real though thank god cause like that her friend was just in her back,
1: love tapping her, cat scratch fever. over there. Right, like like your dog when it wants to be fed. You know, <laughs> when wants to go outside.
2: Exactly. I'm like, get out of the fucking way. She's, she's probably the one that's going to inherit. She's just probably like, oh, I'm helping. I'm doing. Right. She was probably the one that had to say. And like two
1: wind. weeks later, I mean, I'm, in, I'm t- my server section is in that same room, and some younger girl is like. Oh, you're Luis. Like, cause I introduced myself. I'm like, hey, welcome to the restaurant. My name is Luis. And she goes, Oh, you saved my mom's like two weeks ago. And I was like, Excuse me. She goes, Yeah, you performed the Heimlich like in the same room.
2: Well, which mom is that? Oh <laughs> no, this happens every week.
1: And then she goes, Yeah, thank you so much. Like that was. And I'm like, Can we get over this? Like, can I just? Do you want the fettuccine alfredo or the bolognese penne? Like, which one is it gonna be? For real? Though. Yeah juan what has been your most intense experience on drugs
0: jesus i thought you were going to say a restaurant oh on drugs
1: that's not the topic of the day
0: all right on drugs i want to say i highly don't recommend to anybody who would ever want to try drugs in general don't try the one i'm about to tell you yeah about. and
1: by the way this is an, this is an endorsement do not do drugs. As we said on the mental health episode, seek therapy. Mm-hmm. Drugs are extremely bad for you. Bad. They they only provide bad things in your life. With that being said, Juan, please continue.
2: Continue with the best experience of your life <laughs> on drugs, Juan. I was going to say, I feel like I highly disagree with Luis. But no, uh, it's, uh, for legality issues, don't do drugs. Yeah, if anything for the legal you, issues, don't do drugs. Yeah, for
0: legal issues, don't, don't do them. But you know, on a real note, they're not that bad.
2: No, okay, no.
1: I do not endorse wait, wait, any wait, drug wait. use. <laughs> I strongly do not endorse any drug use.
2: We're here drinking a drug. Yeah, as, but we're as we're, as we're, we're recording legal this age. podcast. We're the required age. If you're Canadian, go oh, go out. You're alcohol
0: that. is a drug. Just saying. It's just Would, a legal drug. With that
1: being said, Juan, tell us your most intense drug experience. I was, yeah, intense. I mean, not good, not bad. Intense. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell
0: you the intense one. So when... Know, let's say... Mm, I was probably like 16, 17. Probably closer to 16. Yeah. Um, hanging out with a few friends. Um, you obviously know Padilla. Mm, yeah. And then obviously... Or not obviously, but as well as... Um, a, the friend, crowd. a friend that I had from the football team who was like a, or not was, but he he was a, a guy who hung out with like a more hood rat crowd. But he happened to be on the sports team and he was just an incredible social comedian. He could hang out with like the preps, the hood rat crowd. He was just that kind of character, right? And uh, we were hanging out with him. And we were hanging out in front of a certain lake in Delavan, and with his friends in front of a apartment complex, and we were looking for marijuana. We couldn't find any.
1: Oh and we, you know, I know we, where this story yeah, is going.
0: This this uh, we were hanging out with this friend, you know, who has all these incredible con- or not incredible, but just has a lot of friends, has a lot of connections. He's like, hey, my friend lives over here in this apartment complex, this and that. We can go over there and talk to him. So I have a couple friends in this, you know, group where we're hanging out with. They go over to the apartment complex. They talk to the guy or whatever, and he gives us some fucking spice. Was our, that our spice K two? Does that yeah. I was about? I yeah, knew K-2. it was yeah. Dude, yeah. K two
1: oh. in our age
0: group is so uh, terrible. It was it was essentially synthetic weed, right? Right.
2: You could buy that stuff. Yeah, you could buy it. Yeah, you, you could eat? buy it at tobacco stores. Yeah, yeah. you could yeah. buy it at tobacco
0: huh? stores, and it was just terrible. Like, uh, uh, people would smoke it, and it they would feel things that that were, were a sort of like psych uh, psychoactive experience, but it wasn't pleasant at all. It was no. It made you feel very anxious. It made you feel very thirsty. It made you feel just extremely anxious, right? Um and yeah, and I had never heard of this or that and I'm hanging out there with a couple of friends who are like obviously more like more experience in this field of experiences. And we're hanging out at the park. It's a hot day, it's a summer day.
1: You did it in the middle of the day?
0: Yeah. And and not only did we do it, we did it and two of the friends are making plans with the guy we did it with to come back and get tattooed by this guy. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: so, so, so that, that should happen, right? Like, a few friends are like,
2: on not only
0: did we have a great time smoking the synthetic weed with you, but, like, let's come back and fucking get tattooed by your, like, felon ass who's yeah. clearly fresh out of prison. And and this should happen. We're going across the street. We're going on a low hike. And just things take a turn for the worst. Like, I just begin to experience, like, a dry heaving. I'm super thirsty. I can't, I can barely, like, speak because I have no moisture in my mouth. I'm, like, essentially, like, spitting, like, foam. And one of the guys that I'm with, like, tells me, like, Do I'm going to give you, like, fucking lake water. <gasps> <laughs> and and I didn't know what to tell him because I was like that thirsty. Yeah, uh, I really want. I really needed like water or moisture, and it was like I said, it was a hot day. And one of the other friends, who was supposedly a close friend, was like telling the other friend, "Let's just leave him." Yeah. Oh hell. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it was just a freaking terrible experience. At the end of the day, I ended up back in the car with the friend group. Like, no matter what that douchebag friend said, the rest of the friends kind of, like, you know... Looked after you. Looked after me. And they just gave me, a, like, a shit ton of water once we were in the car.
1: Holy and, shit. And they gave
0: me, Loki key a little bit of weed. <laughs> Normal weed. For your troubles? <laughs> yeah, for my troubles. To calm you down. <laughs> to calm me down.
2: And... Here you go, kid.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, like, it was just an incredibly terrible experience. I, seriously, if, if you're ever a young person and trying to fuck around with you know psychoactive experiences I very much don't recommend anybody ever try Spice K2 any of the synthetic yeah. marijuana's or anything like that it's just yeah. it was a terrible experience like I'm over here still remembering it 10 fucking years later I,
2: yeah I've tried K2 only once and that shit was intense it was See, so I, I scary. knew it was like K2, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, it's like marijuana. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, you
0: like, hear it's synthetic marijuana, so you they think.
2: They even it's smoke like it that. like it's marijuana out yeah. of the bowl yeah. and all that stuff. And, like, for me, it was like. I've done acid and all this stuff, but this is way powerful. Like, it's like. How long did it last for you? Four hours of intense. Holy shit. Because, like, the dude that I did it with, he lived in a barn
1: remember to cut this out 5746 5746 just make sure you put the
2: flush thing up you, you have a you have a bidet in there or what do you mean a flush
1: thing no but just like cause he flush I think he's the one that fucked up my toilet he flushes Dude, too he hard he history of doing that he flushes the thing too hard and it broke it yeah, so yeah. now like yeah it's a nightmare
2: He's using those trailers. <laughs> but no, 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 we had to trailer.
1: press and hold it. It's like no, bro, raise it too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Keep, keep soaking. Keep like dripping No, we're still. Keep drizzling. We're almost done. Is
2: that wine? Is that like a heavy like alcohol wine?
1: It's like twelve point five, which is like average for wine. I don't know why I
2: drunk, like, wine you feel a heavy. Drunk. Anything else is not. Thirteen. It's Greek.
1: Maybe the Greek gods are touching I your spirit.
2: Like,
1: wine. Huh? Yeah. Wine affects you a lot more. Do you want to introduce yourself to the podcast?
2: No. Are you recording right now? We are still recording. No, you'll cut it off. I won't cut it out. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Come closer. <laughs>
1: what's What's been your most intense experience on drugs?
2: I haven't had one. You haven't had drugs or haven't had an experience? An experience.
1: That's oh. good. You shouldn't.
2: He doesn't let me. <laughs> well, I will let me if you listen to this episode probably for a good reason <laughs> yeah it's right because any <laughs> have you told your experience no or? but i will
0: you're gonna give us a robosynth
2: experience
1: yeah so yeah i want phil to close the show because i know phil's is going to be the wildest Oof. for me <laughs> i have i've have gone to the er twice due to anxiety induced Not very high by tolerance for by her. thc <laughs> Stop twice. Wait, you went to the what the? I went out. So, the first time I went to the ER by THC was I was leaving the restaurant, and one of my friends goes, Hey, do you want a hit of this? And I go, It's not Dabs, is it? It's just regular like THC oil. No, and he's like, No, it's just regular THC oil. I take a hit, and on my way home, I'm like, This is way intense. And it was Dabs oil, which is like the hardest THC you can get. And I'm like, my heart is pounding out of my chest. And I'm like, I can't breathe. I can't drive. I have to pull over and call the emergency. Because I, I felt like I was dying. Yeah. And it was also because it like, took me so unexpectedly. Wait, Wait exactly. homie, you were
0: driving and then you called?
1: Yeah. Dude, it was way too much. Did they not intense.
0: fucking give you a ticket?
1: Yeah, they yeah. gave me a ticket and everything. Oh, Yeah. Young and male. then the Wawas County Center was like, young male has to be, <laughs> <laughs> young adult male has needs emergency service after panic attack. And that's why I told him, I was like, dude, I was having a panic attack. Because it was a panic attack from THC. And then the next time I well, had... what
2: a- you thought was THC was just pure constituted dabs. Just yeah, which was powerful.
1: like way more intense. Powerful. Then the next time I did it, I ended up doing like 500 grams of THC which is like wait, wait, the next time you used after this, no, the no. next time that he had a, the next, next time, time I, I, had, I went to the, to the car. ER. Okay. I, I was looking for CBD oil and so I look up CBD oil in my area and there was this like CBD store in Kenosha. So I'm like, cool, I'll hit them up. I go, I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to go to sleep at night. Cause when I go to the gym, I'll take caffeine and when I come home, I can't sleep. Do you have anything for that? And he goes, yeah, man, I got the CBD stuff that should calm me down and it's a gummy and here's some drops. So I was like, cool. So I eat a gummy. I take like 10 drops in my mouth. And after like 30 minutes, I'm like, my heart again is pounding. And I'm like, this isn't normal. This is not normal. After an hour, the room around me is shaking. I can't walk. I feel like I'm about to pass out. And I'm like, this is way too intense. This was not just CBD. I go to the ER. My lovely girlfriend drives me there. And they take they take a piss test that's a ride or die right there yeah that's a ride or die I take a piss test and they're like you consume somewhere around 500 milligrams of THC like your THC is off the charts like when they did you gotta give me that CBD link when they <laughs> when they tested my piss they were like your THC is off the charts like it's very hard to monitor THC and CBD because CBD is now legal in Wisconsin so you must have taken like 500 milligrams And I was out of my mind. I was hallucinating. I was seeing things around me, trans. I was seeing like people that I know in my life in my head were like transforming into animals. And I was out of my mind. And I was like, wait,
0: wait. so did they tell you whether you you were like the stuff that you took? They said it was, was only CBD THC. They told
1: me it was. They told me it was definitely THC. They're like, your THC levels are off the chart. Yeah. They're like, this is you must have taken somewhere like 500 milligrams. Yeah. And I was like, Geez. and you told them
0: that you just tried to take CBD. That's and
1: I had this stuff with me, and yeah. it only said CBD on it. And they're like, yeah, honestly, what we recommend is you calling that place and telling them what happened, because then they have to get shut down and call the police department and tell them what happened, because then they have to go at the FDA and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any of that. I was like, I don't go fuck. Somebody else can take the trip with me.
2: So someone can file the paperwork. Yeah, exactly. Paperwork. I was like, I don't go fuck. Again,
0: send me their details. <laughs> I'll send you.
1: And by the way, I drove by the place the other day. They're still open.
0: Look at that. That's what's up. Give me them details. I'll I'll
1: glad to give you details.
2: Yes, yeah,
0: support local businesses. Like that. <laughs> that's yeah, what yeah, I was trying to local do. Wisconsin economy.
1: And I'm okay. taking CBD, like gummies before, never like that. Like, see,
2: th- that's the other thing too. It's the way you digest it, it's a different property principles oh, are, are for breaks sure breaks down and all that yeah. stuff. And like, if, for the viewers who don't know, uh, Luis is built like Rocky in between, <laughs> uh, oh, Sylvester <Sebastian laughs> Stallone between Rocky 1 and Rocky 2. He's got a little bit of body fat, but he's trying to get back down to 10%. Exactly. And with that with that body da- composition, breaking down 500 milligrams of It was,
1: yeah, but the most intense and worst experience I've had was on Molly at a concert I, uh, before we even get on the train to go to Chicago, I asked my girlfriend, Hey, I have Molly with me. Do you think, and I've had Molly with me at that point for like three months and I hadn't done it yet. And I'm like, should I bring it with me? And she goes, I don't think so. I don't think like you should. And I was like, I'll bring it with me just in case we're feeling adventurous. I take it with me. We had been drinking all day from the moment we got on the train at 12 in the afternoon. It is now 8 PM hammered. And in my head, I'm hammered, right? So I'm like, oh, I can take molly. I'll be fine. Mm-mm. I lick my finger, and I dip it in the molly, and I rub it all over my gums. And then I put, like, three or four capsules in a water bottle, and I start drinking the water bottle. Within, like, 30 minutes, the room literally drops around me. Just like, and i turns to black. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm literally, like, touching my hands and like, and my girlfriend and my my uh, friend at the time who was in the room was like, he's still my friend, but like my friend there mm-hmm. was like, are you okay? Like, and he he tells her like, yeah, he, I saw him taking some stuff. And she go my girlfriend's like, how much did you take? And I was like, well, this much. And I throw up immediately and I start having this like, just like, You cro- threw up on the train? I threw up in the hotel room. This oh, was yeah, at 8 room, p.m. Okay. in the after at night okay. now. We're about to go to the concert. Oh, he, you pre-gamed hard. A pre-game from 12... In the afternoon from noon till 8 p.m., I had been drinking all day. Good for you. I then, because I'm hammered, I think it's a good idea to do Molly. And the amount of Molly that I consume Mm -hmm. is a ton because I'm hammered. I throw up in the hotel room, it goes everywhere. And then I proceeded to just throw up in the toilet, and I'm having this run of emotions about my family, my dog. I'm having ego death.
0: <laughs> Dude, tell me why when you do second dollars, you
1: always think about your fucking pets. That yeah, is the real. first thing why I that think that shit about. Happen. The real ones. Exactly. I'm, like, telling my girlfriend to give me my phone so I can call my brother and sister. I'm like,
2: I need to tell them I love them. They need to know. They need to know. Did you drive even over some hotel bathroom? (laughs) Dude, I threw up
1: so much. And I proceeded to tell my good friend, Alan, who we've called on episode three, some of the worst things that have happened in my life, which you should never bear on a friend, let alone a person you know. And then I, like... For the, the next, like, eight hours, I'm just tripping balls and just going through a life crisis. And then that's what led me to then going to ther- therapy because I'm like, I have all these unresolved issues that Molly brought to the center. Mm-hmm. And it was just so intense. Molly's such a
2: powerful, powerful drug, especially so with water. Strong. Molly water? It is so strong. That's how I
0: first tried it. It yeah, is my so strong. Molly water.
1: Dude, I-
0: like, let's give some props to Mike Adams, because he introduced me
1: to that shit. Dude, <laughs> shout I, out to Mike Adams. I was at a concert, and my girlfriend was wearing this, like, mesh shirt, and the for two hours, I was just rubbing Ooh. the shirt up and down with my hand. Like, I was just, like, looking at the show and just rubbing. Like, I couldn't stop feeling her shirt. Otherwise, I felt like my brain was going to collapse. And then when we get into the elevator to get back to our floor in the hotel, there's these four middle-aged ladies they are, like... Where are you guys coming from? Because we were dressed in tie dye. Mm-hmm. And at the time, we had dyed hair. And she goes, and my girlfriend's like, oh, we're coming back from a concert. And my uh, pupils are the size of. <laughs> you just si- like a raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My pupils are the size of fucking like half dollars at this mm-hmm. point. And she goes, the one of the ladies in the elevator goes, Did you guys see any zombies out there? And I'm just licking my lips profusely and trying not to make eye contact. I'm sweating. Yeah. I'm I'm like, zombies? I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. And I'm just grinding my jaw. (laughs) And they're like, all right, well, you guys have a good night. And I'm just, like, collapsing, trying to get back to my fucking floor. (laughs) It was very
2: intense. I have had some of the greatest epiphanies on Molly. It is,
1: it had me, you know what, honestly, there's a pre-Molly Louise and a post-Molly Louise, it shouldn't have led to that, but the person I am now is definitely a much better person.
2: It's a a needed uh, breakthrough, like you said, ego death.
1: Yeah, just for sure, 100% ego death of just like, all these thoughts that I had and all this hate that I had in my heart, just like, why do I still hold on to that? Like, people don't think about me like
2: that. For real. Why do I think about that? It's this unnecessary baggage Ways over your head.
1: Yeah. I didn't say this on the mental health episode, but there was this girl in this eighth grade who had said to me
2: she bully you? What's her name? She I'll find didn't bully her, me. I'll find her right now.
1: She didn't bully me, but she said something along the lines of like if people listen to you, they were getting nowhere in their life. And I had held on to that from eighth grade till twenty-five.
2: Some girl some eighth grader told yeah, you this?
1: Exactly. And I had held on to that and then when I was on Molly one of the thoughts I had was, why do I still think about that? Damn. Why don't I just let go and just live happily? And just pr- not prove her wrong, but just like, well, clearly she's right because I am doing these things.
2: Mm-hmm. Clearly that she's right enough to the point where it, it's come back to you in your moment of drug-induced. Post, <laughs> yeah, you want to talk
1: about post-not-clarity, let's talk about post-Molly <laughs> clarity. <laughs>
2: Coming from up and down, oh my clarity God. of the world.
1: Yeah, but Phil, what has been your most intense, most intense? Oh
2: man, honestly, this is gonna sound too wild to believe. But no, like, let's hear it. Like like I said, uh, I'm 20. Well, we're all 25, right? You know, we're all the same age group. To be 26. <clears throat>
1: you know, 27,
2: March. but yes, <laughs> 26 March. Uh, one thing about uh, Mexican culture is that we're very religious and whatnot, right? Yes. So yeah. uh, when I was sixteen, right, uh, I was just experimenting with acid, right? Uh, I was so young because my friend was getting it from. Um, I thought acid had, a for all the viewers who've never done acid or ever do LSD, uh, if it's a strong bitter taste to it, like a strong like like metallic taste, spit it out. That's <laughs> those are chemicals you were ingesting. LSD should Split never that shit out never taste is it too wait if you taste those Make metallic puke. if you
1: taste those metallic flavors and you spit it out is it too late
2: it's it, it too depending late, how fast you can get it how fast you spit it out because <laughs> like honestly seems like it would be too late like, i i bought I bought from a sketchy source years uh, after that experience of like if it's a spitter if it's bitter it's a spitter right and uh, the dude I bought from was like oh, I don't know if it's good but I'll give it to you it's like all right Put it in my mouth, spit it, because it tastes like, like, literally, iron. Yeah. You put it in your mouth, you spit it out.
1: Tastes like pennies. Yeah.
2: Very it's, bad. Yeah. And uh, anything you drink after that tastes like that. Like, I tried drinking water. Like, like, like Juan was saying. Yeah. You get so hot and sweaty and so yeah. inducing your drug state. Uh, you get, like, super thirsty. Yeah. And the water, anything tastes like shit for a good hour or so, right? <laughs> and me being young, not new to... LSD. I was like, "This is what LSD is supposed to be like. Yeah. It's supposed to taste like shit and make everything <laughs> taste awful afterwards." <laughs> this is this is great. I love it. And uh, around that time, my mom had was being um what's the word I'm looking for recruited yeah. by the Mormon Church out in Janesville. So you we, mean
0: the Church of Latter Day Saints? Yeah
2: the the elders. Yeah, Elder yeah. John would come by, and Elder uh, Ryan, I think. Uh, these two young dudes, right? They must have... I must have been 16. I was 16. They must have been at least Dude, Mormons 20? are
0: creepily young. Yeah, for They me. always get, like, the youngest people. And, and they, they always, always take some, some fucking people, people and teach them, them Spanish.
2: Spanish. Yeah. No, Like, you, they'll take, you, like... You get the community of, like, the Mexican culture. Like, we're always in some kind of religion. But yeah. they'll take
0: Greg from fucking Best Buy, and then they'll teach him Spanish. And then... <laughs> they'll pay for his college in Utah. Yeah. 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 Good college, too. And now they're living in Elkhorn. Yeah. Because they're trying to add me on social media, and they're all from
2: Elkhorn. Well, they got my mom and my sister, who are both baptized Mormon. Yeah, they, got, they got them. They got them. You're, your sister's Mormon? Now? My sister's Mormon. Uh, she was baptized Mormon, when, I don't know, 13, 12, or something Jeez. like that? She was 13 years old.
0: I, I was, uh, you know, like... I was exposed to some information about how they were, like, one of the most low-key racist churches in America. And, well, how, and how they didn't allow black people into their congregation until, like, pretty semi-recently, like, 20 geez. years ago or something like that.
2: No, it's like all true.
0: Y- you you were not allowed to be a non-white Mormon until, like, 30, 40 years ago or something
2: And like that. it all changed once the Mormon church uh affiliation got into recreational sports and added a football team and they're <laughs> like BYU? This, this is not cutting it anymore we need to accept the brothers university we need <laughs> we need some black Mormons in here right now. <sighs> we need All to right. bring
1: back a trophy now. <laughs> Alright let's continue with the story. But
2: uh yeah no they would they would recruit my mom so they so they would vi- oftenly visit uh my mom's place, right? Yeah. And um uh, the one time that uh, my parents weren't there, my siblings weren't there, it was me and my friends already experimenting with acid, right? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, two of my my good friends. Uh, we're trying acid, right? And then I hear a knock on the door. I go out there and open it. I'm thinking it's like, going to be one of my other friends, maybe. You uh, remember Cody? He was, a little, yeah. he was around there at that yeah. time and all that stuff. And uh, it's the two brothers. It's the two elders from the Mormon church. And like... At that point, we must have been. And you're high on acid. Yeah, we must have been coming up on acid, right? Because acid, it if you guys don't psychedelic, takes a like build-up. an hour. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Ooh, with authentic acid, yes, takes like an hour, forty five yeah. minutes of a up With synthetic fake acid, thirty minutes. It's warp speed, dude. It's like... Oh, <laughs> powerful. Very bad experience. <laughs> but no, the elders came in, right? And I opened the door, and in my panic, I was like, please come in, please come in, right? Because yeah. I didn't want to shoot them off and be like, oh, not right now, dude. Ugh, off that. Yeah, so like, I'm in there with uh, Alex and Cody, right? You remember yeah. Those, yeah, two, those two right. characters, right? Yeah. Those two, ca- those two characters for the viewers are... Radical rebel uh, rebel thinkers like that (laughs) when it comes to the drug trade.
1: All Uh, three of you are high off acid.
2: Yes, bonkers. We're 16, (laughs) high off synthetic acid. Dude, imagine being a fucking. And and these two brothers came in, right?
1: Oh, no. Door to -door door priest. Who just visits three random
0: 16-year-olds and they're all <laughs> looking at you with freaking... Wide eyes. the
2: size of their freaking... <laughs> rocking
1: back and forth.
2: Don't get me wrong. When I was a young kid, I could have been like how I am now. Yeah. Like it's this outgoing person. I wasn't all that. Especially yeah. with Mormons coming around my house. I was very like, Oh, yeah, sure. I'll pray with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. I'll sit down. I'm grateful for, for sports and my friends. Yeah. <laughs> So like, doing, you, were, you were trying to be courteous. Yeah, courteous, and yeah. then like trying to be courteous on yeah. like, oh, feeling so weird. Yeah, and just trying to drink water. Ugh, cause like you get sweaty, you get nervous. Yeah, I need water. Take a big gulp of it, and it just tastes like shit. <laughs> it just tastes awful. You're sitting there, you can you can make faces like, oh man, I'm having such a bad bad trip, man. So I'm sitting there, literally, like they they were there for maybe 15, 20 minutes, just talking to me with like I I, I my friend <laughs> my friends were there, right? And I would try to intervene them in the conversation, like, oh, so how about you? How's school going for you, man? Like <laughs> trying to get them to join yeah. the conversation, and they just be very quiet. And I just try to like bullshit as much as I can. Is like yeah, I'm such so great. It's the importance of family <laughs> This is the importance of lessons and virtue. I right? mean, they
1: must have known you were off oh, yeah. your mind.
2: My, my eye, like you were saying, your pupils. Dude, Mali. they get
1: crazy.
2: And like, you're you're in a small trailer with three, like, 16-year-olds just like knocking door to door. You come in there and like, try to preach the word of God. <laughs> and then you're just... like, these kids are beyond saving. <laughs> <laughs> This big Mexican kid sweating profusely <laughs> on his couch. He keeps drinking water but spitting it out. <laughs> He's trying to evolve his friends, but clearly they do not want to be part of this at all. <laughs> oh my so god. So how did you get him out of there? It literally prayed. It was like, alright, it was a good so fifteen minutes of like the catching
1: up. Spiel? Yeah. They went to a spiel, they prayed and they're like, Alright, let's get out of here. Yeah. And you let's know when they walk and- you know, they walked out there like we are not coming did, here again. Did
0: they give off any like tips of that they knew what you were going through?
2: No, because after that, it would come back and uh, they still came back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because once you're part of the Mormon church, they expect you to pay like 15% in taxes at the end of the year, or it's like a it's a crazy a tith?
0: yeah, a tithe, or whatever, yeah, yeah, uh, a tiding.
2: a tiding. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And expect you to pay that. I was like, you come to the wrong trailer park. <laughs> You think these guys are gonna fork over money for we some can, dude named we John? Can,
1: we can barely pay rent, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you want us you to pay this, wrong, you want us pay this tariff for for something you got us into? Mm. Yeah, I don't think so.
3: And oh, uh right.
2: yeah, no, that was that was my like crazy experience I can think of of dealing with uh, Dregs and uh, synthetic wise. Oh my god! Never do synthetic. What about wrestling? you? Yeah.
0: Tell us your Robo story. Give us a full breakdown.
2: Oh, he just gave a story about CBD CBD. I already uh, did. And, I already uh, did. When I did mine? Yeah.
0: No, the RoboSynth. What, what do you what mean the RoboSynth? Robo when you get on NyQuil. You talking about the Robot Simp?
1: Oh, you simp into a robot Give us the
0: origin of that. Like, how did you get the idea for that? Uh, we
1: don't have enough time. I'll have to see.
0: Give us a summary, man. All you, right, you've well. given us, like, a few hints here. All right. right.
1: No, we'll save it to next time. We'll save ah, it to the next time. See,
2: this is high. exactly what the viewers want. The viewers are hearing this. A little, little Easter egg. And the All viewers right. want to hear this, Luis. They're like, Robot Synth? What the hell? Tune in next time, losers. Right. If you want to subscribe. This is a
1: long episode, but... Hell
2: yeah. Just save it for next time.
1: Yeah, we'll save it for next time. We'll save it for next this time. This is a
2: little prequel. Exactly.
1: Prequel to, the to the, it's prequel to the NyQuil. How about that? Here prequel to the NyQuil. Cool yeah. To the NyQuil. And with that being said... Uh, Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us on another episode. One of the most entertaining yet. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Phil Corral, to joining us.
2: If uh, if I can leave on any last notes. Please, please.
1: uh, Whatever you say will go last on the episode. Perfect.
2: Uh, One thing I want to remind the folks out there in these uh, trying times, family, support, friends, all that good stuff. We need that the most right now. Support your local businesses. Support your local podcasts. Buy the merch. Do you have merch yet? Yeah? No. All right. This 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 is everything I used to say. Focus on yourself. <laughs> Screw family. You need to stay in your own lane. Get your own merch table. And Once you do, hire me. I'm going to get the promo code out there. Promo code BTT. Bro taste this. But, uh, no, in all honesty, uh, reality is, uh, Often deceiving, as are the limitations of our minds. Thank you. Tune in next week (laughs) for
1: another great episode.
3: Bro, (laughs) taste this.